0: Welcome back, everybody. We've got the whole crew back together again, and because I've been picking a horrible topics that these guys don't have any interest in the last few times they've <laughs> let me pick, I went with a real safe one this time, and we're going to talk about NES games, but we're going to limit the scope down to the lifetime that the system was in place, so I want to know what these guys played when they were children and young adults, however old Chris was at the time,
1: 42. <laughs> uh,
0: exactly. So he's, he's played everything because he had the disposable income that we didn't have.
2: <laughs> as
0: children. Uh, so what have you guys been up to for the last couple of weeks?
2: Bill? I, yeah, I've been, uh, uh, I've been tired. <laughs> it's a lot going on. You know, kids, uh, are, uh, back to, um, you know, playing the sports. So we got, uh, Uh, my oldest was playing hockey we switched over to baseball or sorry soccer for him just to kind of give him like a little bit of uh of some variety we actually toyed with the idea of doing both um Mm -hmm. uh and it ended up not working out just because we signed him up for soccer and then when the hockey schedule came out it was like at the same time as uh as the soccer so like okay well i guess we're taking a hockey break which is fine just seeing how busy we are these days. So he's doing soccer. So we had that today. Um, and then my uh, middle guy is uh, uh, doing baseball. So just with it being a little bit warmer, it's like every weekend just has like a couple of little sport things we got to go to during the weeks and practices. So that's what the kids have been up to. We've trying to been, we've trying to, we have trying, been trying to limit their game time just to, uh, you know, keep them focused on some of the school stuff and uh you know be able to spend a bunch of time outside or as much as they can and uh yeah so that's kind of what we've been uh we've been up to and uh uh gaming wise um destiny 2's season of the splicer is uh, pretty brand new pretty fresh that's what mainly what i've been playing but i've got a couple other games kind of uh knocking on my on my on my door and trying to grab my attention and things that i have to play uh, as well for reasons so um <laughs> So yeah, that's uh that's kind of what's been up with me. The uh, uh the season of the splicer so far is awesome. Um it's uh it's been well received um throughout the Destiny community. So cuz a lot of times, you know, it kind of depends on, you know, which players like uh, what kind of stuff. So uh it's been it's been really really good. It's a lot of neon, a lot of like Tron, you know, type visuals. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, a lot of like it almost gets kind of like Blood Dragony like with just you should... like
0: Shoot me some screenshots later. I'm yeah. curious About
2: the aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. I shared the uh, trailer for it in the uh, in the Slack uh, uh, that we're in the <laughs> I ER did not Engine watch Slack. that. I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you, was, you didn't
0: highlight the word neon for me, so
2: I, I didn't watch it. I, I, if I didn't, then uh, uh, I, I definitely meant to, because I was like, "Oh, happy season of the Splicer Day, everybody!" And I just got like crickets. Like, what is that a Bioshock thing? I'm Like, no, 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 no it's the new you know season. <laughs> Lots of neon, so. Uh but yeah it's it's really really good so far and we got the return of uh a character that has been in destiny 2, but hasn't really had like any presence in the story and that's um uh uh the future war cult leader uh Lakshmi too um and uh Mithrax um who we kind of knew was going to be in the season so,
0: Lakshmi I know from Shin Megami Tensei that's an Indian god um is there any relation or just the same name
2: So Lakshmi two is an EXO, which means it's a it's like a robot, robotic type uh, character who's had their consciousness like moved from a living person to this robot, and two means it's like the second like uh, a revision of this uh, uh, of this EXO. So all EXOs have a number associated with them. So there's like Saint fourteen, um, so Lakshmi two, uh, uh, the guns, uh, uh, Cade six, um, who is uh, you know the, the character um, who was voiced by Nathan Fillion a while ago, and the more they're uh, the the more times they've been like redone, the less reliable the process is. Kind of like multiplicity. Uh, <laughs> classic Michael Keaton uh, comedy, but uh, uh, it's actually endearing um, and sad in a way because the gunsmith uh, Banshee is like a super high number, like forty four or forty five, I think. And he's always forgetting things, and he's always like you know saying stuff like. Oh, like, you know, uh, uh, go ask Cade, like he'll remind, he'll, he'll let you know. And you're like, Oh, it's almost like Alzheimer's. Like he doesn't remember that Cade is dead. And he also says something like, Oh, like I'll be rooting for you if I remember. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so to get back to your question, Lakshmi, I don't know if the name is, is a reference to the Indian God. She is voiced, um, by an Indian actress uh, who's uh, I, I I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but she's a person that you've probably heard her voice in a ton of things. She's got this okay. kind of like d- deep gravelly voice. Um, she was in Twenty Four, uh, uh, so watch she does that. so she does live action stuff as well as voice acting. Um, but uh, she's the 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 lead representative of the future War Cult and there's several factions in the tower and the future War cult believes that there is no way ever to avoid war so that you the best thing to do is to spend uh, as much time as you can planning for the future war that is coming um which is an interesting philosophy um uh, and i don't know if it's specifically a war with the darkness or just war in general but they are the future war cult so um uh, The story of the season is the Vex, so the robotic uh, race that's trying to um, explore different uh, timelines and find a way where they can, you know, kind of essentially win the universe and, and dominate and take over everything. They have found a way to siphon the energy out of the city, and they've actually stopped the sun from rising, so the city is in, like, an eternal darkness right now. And since Mithrax is one of the Sacred Splicers, so he's a a Fallen who can commune with machines, we have teamed up with Mithrax to go after the Vex to, you know, go actually into the Vex domain and kind of stop them. So it's a really, really cool uh, seasonal story arc. It's something that we, uh, you know, we've we've seen the last few seasons is for the longest time, we just kind of got like an expansion and like a new raid and some new story stuff, and it was kind of it, but... These the so the seasons last like a good like you know ten twelve weeks uh, something like that so every two or three months we get these like really cool little story arcs with uh with you know new content uh, new areas updated areas some some lore drops and of course you know new weapons to go for in this case we do have a new raid which is nice um, so I you know I won't I won't go too much more into the details on the you know on what's going on there because it's just all very you know, very specific Destiny jargon with what's happening, but the se- seasonal activity is very fun so far. There's a weekly pinnacle activity that I haven't tried yet. That if I have enough energy tomorrow, <laughs> I'd like to give a try. Um, but yeah, uh, very very happy with it so far. And we get uh, the return of Vault of Glass on May 22nd. So by the next time we speak, we'll we'll know what the, the new differences there are. And uh, just to quickly mention some of the other games that are, like I said, knocking on my door, um, I've just been feeling the urge to play something on the Switch after that uh, you know, episode where uh, you got together and, and guys gave me some great recommendations. I am starting small with something that uh, I knew that I was going to love, and I grabbed Picross, the first one uh, on the Switch. Um, so, I think yeah. it's just called Picross S. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great way to unwind. Um, I've had hard time finding like free time to like to to read and like kind of like do things that I've wanted to do lately so I've started grabbing the switch and just say okay I'm gonna do one Picross uh you know puzzle before bed and I'll grab the switch I'll do one Picross puzzle and it's awesome and I'm never someone who really goes after like a like a time really or like a, like a high score or anything but Picross just times everything you do and then when the the puzzle's done it's like oh like here's the time and I don't know if I'm good, bad, or otherwise, but, like, you know, the first handful of puzzles, I found I was doing them kind of, like, all, like, within, like, the same amount of time. Like, it would be, you know, plus or minus, like, 5%, but, like, this within the same time. Like, oh, that's pretty good. Then the next page, it was, like, a few minutes higher, but it was, like, really, like, every puzzle in there was, like, about the same amount. And then, uh, so I'm getting to the point in Picross where I'm probably on, like, the third or fourth page out of, like, the 10 or 12 of, like, the, the regular Picross puzzles, and it's it's to the point where, like, you know, when, like, you're playing any puzzle game, you know, Limbo, you know, whatever, and you're, like, banging your head against a puzzle, and you're, like, I got to walk away for just a little bit, and I got to come back to this. So I put it down. I'll actually, like, fall asleep, and then I'll, like, wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh, 3 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1, and then I'll <laughs> grab it, <laughs> and then I'll get, like, a line in it, and then uh, it's it's cool because I'll actually, like... I'll I'll finish a puzzle and it's like cleared, you know, seven minutes, four seconds, and I'm like, Oh, that's actually way better than I thought it was, you know. I thought I was <laughs> spending too much time on that. So that's actually been really cool. So uh it's I hopefully that'll be like a gateway into uh, just playing some more Switch stuff. Um I also it's picked a good, up good uh
3: starting
2: one, I like it. Yeah, right. I also picked up a uh, Axiom Verge uh, sorry, not Axiom Verge. I had Axiom Verge. I picked up Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition um, I don't want to jump in, uh, you know, too quick because I want to finish Axiom Verge for the uh, RF Gen Playcast, um, which I've been playing a little bit on the Switch as well, kind of like you know, going back and forth, with uh, Cross and Axiom, and then. Uh, but I fired up Mass Effect Legendary just to, you know, just to boot it up, just to hear the title screen music, just to, you know, just look at it, <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't resist. I did fire up uh, Mass Effect One, started a career made my shepherd um i changed his first name to commander um so my <laughs> shepherd is not john shepherd it's commander shepherd or commander commander shepherd i guess would be the <laughs> be the full uh full name but uh yeah it it was very interesting uh kind of like getting to see that you know first little bit of the game um and i knew that you know going back to a game that far like i was like there's going to be you know even with the remaster there's going to be some you know, some rust on the, uh, on the, on the wheels that you're going to kind of be able to poke out. But, uh, besides just being able to tell that, you know, the way they used to do just kind of faces and like everything was just kind of like a little bit wonkier back then. Uh, it wasn't like a bad experience. It was just, you know, this is the way they used to make games. And, uh, I'm excited to, uh, uh, get further into that once, uh, I kind of get through, uh, the playcast game and a little bit of, uh, destiny, um, Uh, content that uh, you kind of have to do you know before the week is out Uh, but i'm very excited to have a couple of games that i'm excited to play again so that's kind of been what's going on with me
0: right on would you chris you picked up mass effect as well didn't you
1: i did um so you know when we're recording this it's saturday and it came out yesterday so uh you know i didn't get a lot of time with it but i did you know install it and um start it up uh, like Bill said, a new career. So I had Eden, my youngest, help me with the character designer because the kids, you know, she mm. gets a kick out of that. Ooh. So uh, we have... Throw up some pictures of that. Yeah, we have Shelly Shepard <laughs> is, uh, is our character. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's got really short blonde hair and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, you'd have to see a picture. But, yes, we have Shelly Shepard and... <laughs> And since uh, once w- as we talk about Mass Effect, um, I realize that you guys are goody two shoes, so I know I have to be the the tough renegade shepherd. Mm. So <laughs> I've started down that career path. I didn't get play much. I just play like the first mission, the Eden Prime mission. Um, but you know, I, I'm I'm busy letting people have it, and putting my fingers in people's. <laughs> Did you have your
0: daughter on your lap? Like you were named after this mission. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no but uh <laughs> yeah that's it they have enough time fun watching the character creator and then they go off doing something else they don't really care about the rest of it but uh like, so i played a little bit of that and you, call, you can off. call you can call
0: him back for the romance scenes oh yeah
1: absolutely when i'm yeah as a female i'm like i don't know who am i gonna romance i don't know uh, you know kaden i don't know <laughs> but Uh, I have to be nice to someone. That's the trick, because I'm I'm constantly mean. So, how do I trick
2: them into liking me? Are you constantly mean because you're just like, I'm just going to be mean? Or when you look at the dialogue options, are you like, that's what I would say?
1: No, I'm being a renegade.
2: So, I'm making (laughs) the renegade choices. You're you're playing that part, gotcha. Yeah,
1: I am role-playing. So, And, you know, honestly, in most of the choices, it doesn't matter. Or it's mm-hmm. just whatever line of dialogue that you put in there i mean some of them i obviously can't pick that because it'd be like okay garris i don't want you in my party get out of here or whatever right i mean when those things happen i'll have to pick the at least the middle of the road one um because yeah, you know there's I, characters I, I, in that, yeah. that you can just go hey go fly a kite i don't want you
2: <laughs> go kick rocks <laughs> right so uh I, I, I do haven't... find it I do find it interesting the dialogue in uh like cuz I, I kind of forgot about like those dialogue trees that like whole dialogue system was like a big big deal when they marketed it. So I won't say anything else about it because we'll have like lots of other Mass Effect talks once we've played a bit more, but uh I do find it uh just funny that like when you say something depending on if it's good or bad, it really does change Shepard's like whole like delivery. Mm-hmm. Like uh, ah, don't worry about it, Caden. Like, you're gonna be all right. And or like if you're like you know like hey like quiet you two or whatever. He's like, knock it off you two. Mm. Your soldiers act like it. Yeah, it yeah. Like, Are you the same guy who was like just talking like a second ago? But uh, that'll be uh, fun to revisit some of those uh, those dialogue uh, uh, trees because I really had forgotten just how much the game is played in those dialogue trees because you're extracting information, you're, you know, telling people how you feel. So uh, I remember it being, like, a combat-heavy, like, story-heavy thing, but, like, just in the first, you know, little bit that I played, I'm like, oh, there's actually a lot going on in this dialogue tree.
1: Yeah. um, You know, and you don't have too much... I mean, there's some stuff to play with in that first mission, but, I mean, the funniest thing to me was doing the Renegade part was you, you can it's an optional place. Like you can use your security skill to get into this room and these people are hiding. Right. And it's like these two scientists and one lady is just like, Oh, you know, we just, we're hiding out in here and we're waiting for, and this other guy's like going nuts basically, you know, he's just freaking out. And, you know, if you pick the, the rough shepherd, it's basically like, you know, shut this guy up. What's his problem. <laughs> and like, if you keep going down the path, there's just a certain part where he's babbling and you just haul off and punch him in the stomach, oh. and knock him out straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just straight knock him out cold. And, and you're just like, whatever. Right. Like yeah. he was, I, he had to shut him up. So, uh, it's just, you know, those are kind of funny little bits like that, but, um, I'm sure there'll be more, uh, that we'll get into. Uh, I just, you know, I kind of forgot that, uh, how much Ashley sucks. Um,
2: so God. I, I know you've i know you've i know you've never liked her i never had like i never loved her but i also never had a problem with her so like when she came back later in the series i'm like oh it's ashley and you were like you were excited to see her I'm like yeah i She's met her on jerk. you know eden prime saved her but i i remember like years ago you being like ugh ashley <laughs>
1: yeah i have no problem making that decision when that time
2: comes (laughs)
1: no problem yeah i mean just maybe you'll see when you get through if you place it but just i'll be curious yeah she's just she sucks like all her interactions it's just like you suck uh maybe she maybe she lightens up here at some point i mean i did a playthrough at one point time where i let her live so i don't remember all of it but (laughs) that's all right no thanks um Besides that, um I had I finished up XCOM 2, which really wasn't much cuz I think after our last conversation, I only I was basically at the end. Um, so I did a few other little missions just to tie some things up and then I beat um I beat the game. And not what I was expecting. Uh I mean, the story was fine. Uh you know, that wasn't the thing. It was just this weird thing where like the last mission you have to go in and it's like, "Oh, you can only take 3 of your guys into this part." And then you can do like, then it makes you do another mission right after. And it's like, oh, you can have all your guys in this one. I'm like, huh? Why Why was it like, I mean, if you're going to let me have a full compliment in the second, why the first one just three? But anyway, it didn't really matter. Um, gotten through it. Wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, and the story in, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. It's okay. I mean, it's nothing. That's not why you play that game, at least for me. It's not for the story. Kind of like whatever. So at some point in time, I'll go back and play the War of the Chosen um, after I get some time. Um, but I'm not in any hurry. That'll, that'll give me something interesting to go back to at some point. And then beyond that, I think the last time we talked to, I was basically about done with season two of Star Trek Discovery. So I watched the last couple episodes on that, and man, it's so good. It is so really? good. Cool. Yeah, especially like the end of that season it's really pretty epic. It's like this two part ending to the story and kind of, I think it's like, you know, it has kind of like a star Wars kind of vibe just because it's a space battle thing. You know, there's a big piece of that. So, um, they go all out and it's pretty big and, and whatnot. And, you know, Star Trek, you see that sometimes, but it's not, you know, Star Wars, like every five minutes, somebody's shooting somebody. Um, so you just (laughs) don't see, you don't see that in Star Trek as often. So it was kind of neat to see the you know, a huge battle piece. Set piece in that um, it was pretty cool. So yeah, I would you know again I like I've said before Star Trek Discovery is pretty awesome. So I'll get a chance to hopefully dig into see, uh, season three because I think season four comes out the uh, this fall. So i've After really spoke, enjoyed
2: Discovery. I was I was so uh, inspired by your Star Trek talk that I was like you know what I'm going to go back where I left off with Next Generation so we watched a couple episodes next generation we're still in season one um and i couldn't tell you the exact episode name but like one of them uh it was like the doctor uh who like his like wife was like jean-luc's like ex from they were supposed to meet in paris like they never (laughs) showed up um so like it was all right and then the next episode was really cool it was about the parasite that had like taken people over so like one knew if like anybody was like real or not um and that was kind of cool because Riker ends up in the fight with that old man like towards the end of the episode, and he's just like tossing him around the room. So Riker's awesome. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm so we got a few more, you know, a few more in the TNG. I think that might still be season one. I don't think we crossed into season two yet. But uh, yeah, I, I I was telling my wife about. Uh, so yeah, Chris said that uh, Discovery's really good, and she's like, "All right, well, I'll give I it think, a shot." So, I think Discovery would
1: be probably closer to your guys' alley because you like the. Hmm. The actiony heavier, like the Star Warsy mm. kind of things, and this series does have more of that. It's more of that modern take. Um, mm. uh, but no, it was really, it's really good. Uh, yeah, Next Generation's a good series. I think it warms up. Uh, you know, I don't think season one's the strongest season. Uh, mm. Once they get the characters well established, that's when right. it really goes. Oh, and I think, oh, and, well.
2: and, and I'm, I'm meant to ask you about uh, Lieutenant Yah Was she like? written off that well i say it how jean Luc says it because he doesn't pronounce ours <laughs> <laughs> so does was she written off the show or like asked to be written off she, she out. like gets okay cause, so because I, I don't know obviously the behind the scenes stuff that happened in 1987 but yeah she like very quickly was just like oh she's dead yeah and she then had she, had, like, she had like a little s- send-off she
1: had sex with the reemerged, and then was gone so you know she's, she's not like <laughs> off
0: the show forever though she she reappears yeah. later on in a very interesting way.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like she, she wanted, she has to be. She wanted to be off the show. That's that's why. So it didn't. They didn't want to kick her off yeah. or try to kill her off or anything. I yeah. I don't know and the that, whole story as to why she wanted off the show, but she did. Gotcha. She may regret that yeah. now. I mean, it may have been. I
2: was, was going to say her yeah, yeah, and and she then her career really to took to off.
0: Star Trek, uh, like convention, still like I think she might have regret that in retrospect because <laughs> she still uses her name
1: oh i'm sure Star Trek next generation fans are fans I mean, i've met, met her yeah oh okay oh yeah
0: yeah Just yeah, yeah, a con one year I, I got her to sign my next generation nes card
1: oh there you go tasha that's all awesome. she nice <laughs> i don't remember her real She's name very
0: nice very very pleasant Oh, uh, denise crosby i think was her name oh okay
1: all right um yeah. So anyway, Discovery is really good, and um, season two. Uh, I I don't want to ruin anything for you, but it's uh, it sets up a spinoff that's supposed to hit that's uh, filming right now. That's going to be also coming out. So I'm really excited about that spinoff. So, cool. More good Star Trek coming, and it just I think it really does well in that longer series format than sticking it into movies. You know, it just doesn't have time to develop. I agree with that. Yeah, Um, I know movies were a big thing for a while, but I'm glad that honestly, with streaming, movies are kind of not the thing they were before, and now series are kind of the hotness. So, I think that's. I I I
2: I still like. You know, I like both, but I, I agree with you. I'm glad that the the that the series is kind of not looked at as like, oh, it's just a TV show. It's like looked at with like the same like or maybe even like more storytelling prestige because you can, you know, get more out of that uh, out of that series. So,
0: and they can experiment too with some interesting ideas and just take one episode here and there to, to play
2: yeah. around with something. I, For for the longest time, I was so excited. I was a huge uh, fan of Stephen King's The Dark Tower uh, book series. Uh, For the longest time, it was it was toyed with that it was going to be like three movies with two seasons of television in between the release of the three movies. So and like it's like oh that would have been so cool because the it always came back to like there's too much there's like seven books. Uh, eight books if you count like one of the spin-off books and there's so much like they get denser as you get further in there's time travel there's back and forth there's people who are you know like how could you possibly do it so then like it was in development limbo for the longest time and and then like very very late you know before like what actually happened happened it was like all right it's it's green lit it's going to be these and then like a studio bought another studio or like acquired somebody and we're like all right this is too expensive. We're not doing it. <laughs> so and then they said, Okay, instead of doing the trilogy and the season of television, we're gonna do an eighty eight minute movie. And that's what we got. Mm. <laughs> no one remembers it. <laughs> I've heard it's not good. I haven't watched it. Before. It is not. It's not. It's there's there's a couple redeeming uh like we've talked about with anything. There's always a few redeeming, you know, qualities or redeeming scenes in anything. There are there are scenes visually that I can think of in that movie that are really, really good, but as a whole it's it's kinda of throwaway, which is a shame.
1: Yeah, that's Probably the only maybe th- slide I would say against Discovery is that um, it's of the time now. So, you know how like Star Trek, at least in the past, has tried to be at least, I mean, in its own way grounded in its science and its world? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. some of it was, okay, it's the future. I mean, you just have to take mm-hmm. some of that as it was. But mm-hmm. some of the things they kind of do here you are kind of like, mm-hmm. Come on now Now we're kind of Getting to the Magic MacGuffin Kind of Territory (laughs) But Yeah again You just have to Kind of like Okay fine It's a story I'll just go with it Right But no I think that's about it For me Been Just been Pretty busy otherwise So Cool Cool Um, Well
0: if you Listen to every show You'll notice I wasn't here Last week that's because I had A friend of mine He took his own life uh, A few days Before the show and it took me a better part of a week to kind of come to terms with that and cope with it and grieve. And I'm still dealing with all of that. Um, it was a very good friend, very important part of my life. So it's it's been a big thing I'm dealing with. And I've never really had a big loss like that before so close to me. So it's all new territory I'm, I'm kind of wading through. And these guys both helped me out a little bit with that, which I appreciate. Um, but I, I've I've watched a lot of movies over the last few weeks, uh, things that remind me of uh the gentleman that passed away, um, things that we shared in common. So I've watched like a lot of Terminator, uh Big Trouble in Little China. Uh we played a lot of King of Fighters together, so I dusted off King Fighters thirteen and just messed around with that with his characters, which I'm really bad with, so but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> um so do, I did a lot of stuff like that. Um Before that happened, I wanted to try a couple new games that had been on my backlog while I was waiting for the laptop that Bill sent me to show up in the mail. Um, So I I popped in the Hitman and I just hated it. I really, I always like kind of knew what it was, but I thought I would like it, but I don't like it at all. So I played the first mission, (laughs) turned it off. Uh, So I was like, Witcher 3, I'm going to put Witcher 3 in. So I put my PS4 disc into my PS5 loads up updates everything and then just would constantly freeze on the title screen and i could not actually start a game of witcher 3 i I uninstalled it reinstalled it re-updated same thing just would not go past the title screen so didn't get to play any witcher um i'm still plugging away on soul hackers for the 3ds uh it's really hard like it's it's a remake of the saturn game so it has a lot of the older shimigami tropes that they've kind of weeded out or refined over the years so i'm hitting walls all over the place and just with the mindset i've been in when i hit a wall i was like okay here's my stopping point today i'm going to save and come back later and so I'm progressing very slowly through through that game, but I just hit uh a boss I was stuck on for like a week. I finally passed him a couple days ago, so that that was a big relief and I can move forward in the story a bit more now. Um I've got another friend who who bought the Panzer Dragoon remake on Switch. And I was talking to him about Panzer Dragoon saga and he's like, Let's try this remake and and it was amazing. Very beautiful game. Uh so I had a lot of fun with that. And then because i played Saga and Remake, I was like, I gotta play giant Panzer 2 and like complete the trilogy. So I went through that as well. And it is very hard. There's a lot of like bosses that just like whack you and kill you in one hit if you don't know when to move. And then you have to play the whole level again and then remember that one move to watch out for.
1: So is um, that gonna put is that gonna put Orta on your radar at some point then?
0: I've played Orta a long time ago. It's been okay. a while,
1: though. Yeah. And what was the um, one that came out on Xbox One? Don't play that one. Um, oh, is it the, the Crimson? Yeah, Dragon do or Crimson not season? play that one. Just do not. It, is that canon to them, or is it just like a spiritual successor? I I don't think it's like officially a Panzer Dragoon game, but it's like the same like team right. or whatever, right? But I am just, just don't. Yeah. I
2: yeah. thought that was like a, a spin-off of Crimson Skies. <laughs>
1: It would have been much better. Yeah. <laughs> the world could use some more crimson skies. The world did not need that game at <laughs> all, ever. Um, I dusted off my Jaguar.
0: All right, spent a few days on that, and ugh, I remember.
2: I remember how, you. How much Dino you like dudes texting, did you? Play? You were like texting me, like "send help." I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing Jaguar. <laughs> like. Uh, there's a check few games in there
0: that, like, I've watched videos for and did a little bit of research before I picked them up, and I'm like, this looks very much up my alley, like Dino Dudes, and like, I love Lemmings. This looks very <laughs> much like Lemmings. And oh how, did God, did would, how did I know you would? How so did I know you would play Dino Dudes? <laughs> It's got dinosaur in the name and it's like <laughs> lemming so it was made for me uh but man it is just bad like the controls are awful the puzzles are stupid there's a really short time limit so even when you know what to do if you don't execute perfectly you will not make it to the end of the level in time and there's a lot of backtracking so even when you solve the puzzle with like one of your guys you usually got to bring another one like up through the exact same thing you just did without making mistakes again just not fun. Um, played a bunch of AVP um, and it was fine. Like I get why it would have been really cool back in the nineties, but it just didn't do it for me now. Just little things. Like I wanted the map to stay all, all the places I'd explored. It'd be awesome if they stayed highlight on the map. But if you go to another level through an elevator and then come back down, you have to like rediscover the map. You just cleared <laughs> So, stuff like that was very frustrating um flip out i thought i was gonna like like a puzzle game and it ended up being just the same thing over and over and over and over and over so i'm gonna try a few more games but i don't know if i need a jaguar after getting now I, I,
2: i i know chris and i both suggested the same game for this system it's the only game i owned for this system when i had it and when i got rid of the system it was the system and tempest so did Tempest you? Tempest is great. I have played Tempest. it
0: in the past, so that mm. that's one I've game. already spent a bunch of time with and, and enjoy. And okay. uh, so I was looking for other things that I might enjoy on the Jaguar. Gotcha. I'm it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Trevor I don't McFur know is already.
1: is bad. Not good. I played that one too. It's not horrible. Um, I hear. Horrible. I hear <laughs> Defender Two. I hear Two Thousand is good. I've never played it because it's hard to find. I don't have that one. Yeah, it's expensive. I, if I can pick up a copy. I'll check it out, but that one I don't have. Um, and the yeah. only other one I haven't tried that I'd want to, but I hear it's not as good as it should be as Breakout Two Thousand. But um, yeah, yeah, I've played a lot of the rest of the library. So there's <laughs> a lot of bad like Mortal Kombat clones on there too. Oh yeah, it's Kasumi Ninja Fight for Life. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's quite a few Temporal of those. Was yeah.
2: Kasumi Ninja the first person fighting game, or am I thinking something else? No,
1: Kasumi Ninja's the Mortal else? Kombat ripoff.
2: Yeah. Oh. With the you guy it that,
3: looked, like, uh,
0: you think of the thirty two X CD game, uh, something, oh, like, Supreme
2: Warrior. Se- yeah, I yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Uh,
1: yeah. I wish I could. Right, yeah. There's not. I've got quite a few Jag games. There's not a lot to recommend. Yeah. Doom yeah. Is, is. I mean, for what it... Doom for what it is uh, at the time was a good port of Doom. But I mean, there's no reason to play it now. <laughs> right. Right. Um. I played a bunch of stuff with my daughter too. We
0: finally got that platinum trophy on Sackboy: A Big Adventure. Congratulations! That we've been playing away at since Christmas.
2: So That's really for cool. you guys. That's awesome.
0: Um, and then she's been watching a lot of YouTube videos on like Sonic the Hedgehog. So I put in Sonic Two with her one day on the Genesis, and she really liked it. We played it for a few days. We made it all the way to uh, Metropolis, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Uh, and then so we put in three and knuckles after that and messed around we're a few stages into that and i'm hoping she wants to go back to it because the tails is a little more handy in that one where you can like pick up sonic and fly uh, and you get the extra shields and stuff so it's a little more forgiving and different fun bonus stages she likes and things like that so we're having some fun
2: with some sonic together just a quick quick side note uh have you heard that lego is putting out a sonic the hedgehog set this year i did
0: not hear that
2: no. so it has it is confirmed it was a rumor for a little while they have confirmed it it's an ideas set so that means so like it was a fan thing? uh no no because that that was like a, a legit product that they oh, like no, i set meant up like, is it scenes. like a,
0: a game with levels like mario or is it totally just like, no here's a set
2: just here's a set yeah so i'm pretty sure it's green hill zone um because the ideas uh line is a fan submission So a fan will, like, make a set and, like, submit it to, like, ideas.lego.com, and if it gets 10,000, you know, pretty much likes or supporters on it, then it gets submitted to LEGO to be made a set. So every, like, you know, three or six months, it's like, all right, here's, like, the current lineup of, like, you know, sets that have 10,000 supporters, and then they'll do, like, three or four a year. So Sonic had, you know, got the 10,000 supporters, so for a little while it was like, oh, it could happen, maybe it'll happen And then finally, Lego was like, all right, it's happening. It's happening this year. So we don't know what it looks like yet, uh, but yeah, just uh, just to keep it on your radar in case uh, you want to have a little Sonic uh, Lego action in your life. That's pretty cool.
0: Uh, My son just had a birthday, and we got him the new Pokemon Snap for that. So we've spent a few sessions uh, together snapping Mm -hmm. some Pokemon pictures, and it's really nice. It's really fun, relaxing, very much in the vein of the old one, but with you know, all the new Pokemon and new locations and stuff. So it's very low key and relaxing Mm. and and having a good time with that.
2: Still on rails.
0: Very much still on rails. Yeah. Like it plays like the same, like Mm. if you like the old one, you will like this one. It's just bigger and more of that.
1: Mm. Do you have to take your switch to blockbuster to print your pictures? (laughs) No,
0: no, but there is some way to print them, I think. We haven't looked into that. My, my Switch, you know, we never take it online. So I'm sure there's a way to send them to Costco or something and get them printed. Um, and then Bill's laptop showed up that he sent me. So I've been able to start my NES journey again anew. And it's been very refreshing to uh, just feels comfortable. I've been doing it for so long, it felt weird playing only <laughs> stuff that wasn't Nintendo for a couple weeks.
3: <laughs>
0: um, the first game I played was Metal Gear, and I did that because it Metal was Gear. most of the way through it before my old laptop started dying, so I, I knew I could run through that one with not too much trouble. And it was a little bittersweet because it's one of those games I would have been messaging with uh, my buddy who passed away about... Um, so I was kind of making myself sad playing Metal Gear, but at the same time, it was like, really nice to play something comfortable again and play any nice. Uh So I haven't been pushing too hard with the difficulty. Um, I played through Base Wars, which uh, is like, a robot baseball game. I thought that'd be fun <laughs> and not too challenging, and it, and it was, and it's very silly. Um, it was weird because like, it's all like robots, and like you can upgrade your characters, and they're playing on a stadium in space but all the teams are like Boston, <laughs> New York, Toronto.
2: <laughs> the cities transcend the planet. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: so when I finished that, I went through the original legend of Zelda, which I've beaten before, but not since I started recording my videos um, to do all the NES games. So it was again, just another comfortable, nice one. Uh, then after that, I went into Moffat conspiracy, the Google 13 sequel and it was a like a very toned down version of google 13 like like a third of the game and like they cut out a bunch of modes uh there's like a rad racer section they added to it though which was kind of weird um but it, again nice short not too challenging i had to play through it twice because the first time I, I ended up running out of continuous because of some wonky platforming near the end of the game um so played through a second time it was like an hour, I think the second time. Uh and then I was feeling up for a little push, so I put in Star Soldier, which was one of the last shoot 'em ups that I needed to play, and any shoot 'em up on the NES before 1990
3: is pretty tough. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I I expected it to be hard, but it wasn't as hard as like CVs or Star Force or some of the other ones that I've played, so the power ups are pretty good in it too. Um once you have like the spread that goes like five different angles, um, mm-hmm. as long as you can mash faster than the auto fire, which I can do. Uh you you're fairly safe as long as you stay near the back center of the stage because nothing really comes out from that spot. So, I had a like a really lucky run where I went through the last like three stages on one credit, which usually the last stages are where you blow all your credits. So, that was nice, felt good to to beat something little more substantial, significant, um, play through blue Marlin, which, uh, you know, same thing as base wars, like just relaxing. Just gonna figure out these fishing mechanics and then spend a few hours hunting for fish, driving a boat around. It, it was better than black bass. That's all I really have to say about that one. <laughs> uh, I've got a few sports games left, so I decided I should start knocking those off. And I did top players, tennis and racket attack both back to back and just, get rid of those tennis games. Um, And they both have really weird, awkward controls, but I think they're going for realism where when you're running one direction, you want to switch to the other direction. Like you can't just do that because a human couldn't do that. So you like kind of keep going to the left when you want to go Mm -hmm. right. So you have to get used to anticipating things, Um, Uh, which takes a while to get used to
2: and a video game i know i know exactly what you mean there's uh, like in the ea sports nhl games forever you could turn like there was a little bit of a of a you know of a weight because you're on ice and you shouldn't be able to turn like instantly so you kind of had to get used to it but then mario lemieux hockey on genesis it's like so much longer like if you want to turn change directions if you if you're going like straight left and then you turn right that your player will actually stop. Like, he'll he'll come to a complete stop and right. then, like, start speeding back up to go right. So it's actually way faster to do, like, a little bit of a loop um, so that you don't actually stop. You just kind of keep the momentum going. And it's yeah. it was so different changing to that. So it's like, I know exactly what you mean yeah. when it's because the human couldn't do it.
0: It feels very hard for the first like half an hour because it's just like i'm missing everything that i I feel like i should hit and then once you get used to anticipating which way to go then it's not too bad you can you can cheese the ai in both of those games without too much trouble there are a few players where they ramped up the ai but uh wasn't too bad um and then the last couple days i've been playing through zelda 2 adventures of link which i haven't beat before But I've gotten probably about three quarters of the way through, like a decade ago. Um, I'm enjoying it more than I remember. I think I might actually like it more than the original Zelda. Um, It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad. There's some cool music. It gets a lot of crap, but it's a good game. Yeah, I like the dungeons and the uh, the items. Some of them are pretty cool. The overworld's not too overwhelming either. It's pretty easy to, to make your way through it. So I should hopefully be done that one this weekend. And I'm that and once I beat this one I think that's 40 games left on the NES before they're all done. Home stretch. Yeah, home stretch for sure. So to to bounce off of that, we are going to keep talking about NES. We're going to talk about the NES games that we had during like the retail life cycle of the nintendo entertainment system so from about 1986 which i don't know if any of no none of us got one in 85 right we're no new york test station kind (laughs) of kind of pickups no all right so between 86 and i I put 94 because that's when the last game came out but like if you spill over a year or two that's fine because like no one expected you to go like pre-order wario's woods and play through it the year it came out so yeah if if you have some stuff from 95 96 like no, no biggie so i wanted to start with um what games you guys actually owned in your house like that you personally had access to whenever you wanted them to uh so let's let's go the same order we we just talked with so bill what did you guys have in your home on the nes
2: are we doing uh, one at a time, or are we just kind of like bang out a list?
0: Go through them all because we don't have time to cool. talk about every single right, game. Right. So if there's something sure. that you feel is significant, we can dig into that. But yeah, we don't need to talk about uh, gotcha.
2: every single game. Okay. So when I was thinking, of, when I saw the question, I you know was thinking back to like the games that you know we would pop downstairs Saturday morning, and I just clearly remember these being games in our house. I was Super Mario Brothers one, two, three, uh, you know, across you different. all three to- of them? all three of them yeah because super mario one came with the uh uh because because uh uh, one um we got uh originally with the uh uh, nintendo the the deluxe set or uh whatever like the bundle was Mm -hmm. and uh two uh we just you know we're big mario fans so we got two and three i remember was a game uh when i got my like first holy communion I had, like, a great big party, and I got, like, all these checks and all these bonds. And I'm like, oh, like, what's a bond? Like, oh, it's, like, money, but you can have it in ten years or something like that. <laughs> and uh, so, like, I got all this money, and then I was like, can I get something? And my parents were like, well, it's to put away for, like, savings for college and stuff. But, like, you can pick one thing. And I was like, I want Super Mario Brothers 3. So we called... Yeah, we called... Uh, uh, called, uh, you know, the toy store, like every day it was like, you know, trying to get a PlayStation five back in the uh, 86 <laughs> or in 88, whatever year it came out and, uh, I, every day called and, uh, every day they didn't have it. Was and then one day yeah, one? it was, it was later than that. You're right. So, uh, every day they had it, uh, they didn't have it. And then one day they had it and like, we're like waiting for my mom to get home from work and like she got home and we're like they have it they have it so we we went uh went to Toys R Us and got us yeah we had all three um I have vivid memories of playing uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh like our own cart that like we just had to have we were big fans of the uh you know of the uh, cartoon uh we had you know all 88 trading cards we were like a big Ninja Turtle house so we definitely had Ninja Turtles did not have part two uh but that's okay um for some reason and this seems like kind of like a weird one to like have like really solid memories of we had back to the future um (laughs) and you know we just i don't know why we had it like you know we had it and i my brother would play it all the time you'd hear that song you know like that first level like over and over again and then you had to get you know through like the uh uh you know like the 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 cafe scene and like with like all like the uh like the ice cream shakes or floats or whatever that you're like throwing at the bullies, and um, I'll just kind of bang out the last ones real quick. Uh, we had Bion- Bionic Commando, um, which I uh, which I have like really fond memories of, but I know I never got super far in it, so I probably just played the first level hundred times. Um I remember getting Mega Man four for Christmas, and you guys already know that's uh just because of nostalgia and it's the one that I had, it's my favorite, but I you know, I know it's not the, the popular pick. It's just uh, I solid. Played, it's up there. Yeah, I like it a lot. I played a ton of Legendary Wings uh with my brother. Oh, cool. He loved that game. Um that, so we like, had that there's one. not a lot
0: of great co-op games and that's
2: pretty solid co-op in that one. yeah so so that one and uh life force um uh, i'll get to life force later because we didn't own it we played it at a friend's house um but yeah legendary wings if we were going to sit down and play something it was great and we actually like you know when that when the big mouth would open up and like suck you into it it was like oh like we got hit but it's like no no no, we get to play more game like why would you want (laughs) to skip that like let's go in there like let's play more um so we played legendary wings a lot and um, I've mentioned this before. Uh, uh, I know it's not a great game, but we had Winter Games. <laughs> 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 we played it a lot. <laughs> and uh, with our little figure skating and, you know, like some I bobsledding and stuff.
0: I'll, like, I'll get to it later, too, but World Games is on my list.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just a thing we had. And I don't remember if we asked for it or if my parents were just found it in a bargain bin and was like, oh, it's games. <laughs> and um, I, I remember... Uh, distinctly owning the uh, Capcom RPG Willow because I loved the movie. Loved the movie, so I had to have it, and I remember it because um, it was one of the games that we got like so disgustingly dirty that it would not play. Uh, and then when my mom brought the Nintendo to, like, one of those, like, authorized Nintendo repair centers, they would, like, completely, like, clean out and, like, repair your Nintendo and they would do one game for free. And I was like, bring Willow. Because if they can fix that game, they can fix anything. And they brought, they they got it back to life. So, uh, yeah, actually- just, uh, those are the, um, those are the one. I mean, there's, I'm sure there was more that we owned, you know, like, I know we had Gyromite and Duck Hunt and stuff like that, but. Just yeah. kind of going through and just picking so some noteworthy ones. you had an actual ones.
0: deluxe set, then you had a Rob.
2: Yes. Yep. Oh, very cool. Yep, had a Rob, and uh, I, I, we do not have that original Rob still. I do own a Rob, but it's not the original one that uh, that we had way back when. Gotcha. So, I didn't know but anybody yeah, so those that are had, kind of had the, the
0: robot. Like, I didn't know about that until much later.
2: Yeah, so those are kind of like the noteworthy ones that I know for a fact that we owned. Like I said, there's probably a few others, but that's kind of my 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 main hit list of stuff that I recall. I did leave a few out though because I'm saving them for some of the other questions on your list, so there will sure. be a few others.
0: No, that's that's a pretty solid lineup to have at home. You had a good variety of genres there too, and like I said, like everybody had at least one of the Mario, sometimes two. I didn't know anyone that had all yeah. three of them. Oh
2: yeah, we were we, we we had a special time. Cool. So,
0: Chris, I know some of the like really terrible ones you've told me you've owned over the years I'm, I'm curious what else <laughs> yeah. you, you had at home.
1: Okay, I, I the list as I went through is actually longer than what I remembered, but I'd kept like, okay, wait a minute, I fried this one. Um, I mean, I'm not crazy, <laughs> but I mean, I guess I had a pretty decent stack. Um, okay, so I talked about the Christmas when I got my set. Uh, we got the action set, so it was Super Mario Brothers. but uh, it's Star Voyager and, and Rad Racer, <laughs> which we all know Star Voyager is terrible. Um, it is. Rad Racer's it, cool, though. Yeah, so obviously that's why I played. Super Mario Brothers and Rad Racer is what I played. And then Star Voyager I played for about, you know, I would put it in for about 15 minutes just go, I have no clue what I'm doing. And then again, I would just <laughs> stop, because uh, I would listen to the little music at the front, because the music was good. That was about it. Um, I had TNC surf designs because it was the, it was the late eighties and that's what you did. So it was the first one the just the TNC surf designs. Um, and I, I actually got, I mean, cause you had nothing else to do. So I actually got pretty good at it. I could actually do all the things that you could, you had to do. Um, i got pretty good at the surfing actually. I remember playing quite a bit of that and the skateboarding. I, I could do all the skateboarding. Um, I did have Golgo 13, uh, as you could probably guess from you know the rest of my <laughs> life. But I did have Golgo 13, and I could beat Golgo 13. Shoot wow, Hitler's that's brain and
0: impressive because yeah, as a kid you'd have to be good at a lot of different types of games.
1: Yep, get to shoot Golgo. I mean, shoot Hitler's brain in a jar at the end. So you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that was the thing. Was really cool about that. Ladies, yeah, you got you know, sex in hotel room. You know. All kinds of cool. <laughs> um, but that was the thing I liked about that game because it was so much variety. I mean, like the side-scrolling levels, you had the shooting levels, you had, like the scuba diving levels, you had the sniping levels. Yeah, you had yeah. so much variety in that game. So, uh, but it was hard. It was not easy. Yeah. Um, I did have Gyromite because I think I've mentioned this before. I, you know, my cousin was the first one to get a Nintendo, and he had the deluxe set, and so. I traded some things out and got things from him. So that's where I got my Rob and I got gyromite from him. I've st- still got the Rob. I don't have all the gyromite parts anymore, unfortunately. So someday I probably should rectify that. Um, Mega Man 2. I, I, I had Mega Man 2. That was the one of the Mega Man games that I did own. Um We'll get into some of the other stuff when we talk about you know the other bits as we go through. But that was the one that I had and I played to death. I had Super Mario Bros. one and two. Um, I had Zelda, the first one, uh, because that was the first game I bought um, with Christmas money after I first got my into that. That game was brand new, so I went and got Zelda when that came out.
0: So you guys, your first games were Mario three and Zelda uh,
1: that you spent your own. No, money on? not Mario. Th- Oh, his maybe his was Mario three, but so,
0: yeah, uh, Bill from his his uh, communion. He said yeah, the,
2: the the, the yeah. yeah, the first game that I like spent me money on that I can remember is Mario three. Every other game was like you know gift or you know it right. like came from like you know birthday or Christmas or something like that. But like that, I distinctly remember the first game I spent money on was was Mario three. So you guys
0: got same thing here, yeah. Choice. My first one wasn't an NES game. It was uh, Kirby's Dream Course on the Super Nintendo. Oh. Which I was very happy with, but uh yeah, you guys pick some <laughs> classics. <laughs>
1: um I had Zelda 2. Um I had Metroid, uh Karnov, Tetris, Ranking, which uh was Whoa. a trade with my it was a yeah, trade yeah, with yeah. my cousin. You had a
0: good run there for a minute.
1: I know. It was a thing again, it was my cousin's old game. That was like a lot of these things, as they were cut my cousins, right? Like Karnov, I mean that was my cousin's game. So but my cousin was a little older than me, so he'd get tired of these things, and he would like trade them or sell them pretty cheap to me for like, or trade them for crap that I didn't care about. So, um, I did have Ninja Gaiden one and two. Um, I had Castlevania, the first one. Um, Top Gun, because you had to have Top Gun. Everybody <laughs> freaking had Top Gun. Uh, you, they were like littered the streets. Uh, I had TMNT. The first one, God, I hated that game, although I could beat it (laughs) because I would just stock up on 99 scrolls (laughs) to get through the game. Oh, you're smart. Smart child.
2: I, I remember the uh, uh, not knowing, how, like, we never got far in that game, and we were always bad at it. We always got the scroll, and we're like, oh, yeah, like, now we're powerful. And I remember watching that Fred Savage movie, The Wizard, and, like, the, da- the dad, like, Bo Bridges is giving, like, Christian Slater all this crap, and, like, Christian Slater's like, whatever, and he pulls a Nintendo out of his bag in a motel, and he's like, I'm going to play Ninja Turtles. And then later on, he, like, wakes up and finds Bo Bridges, like really like hardcore playing Ninja Turtles. And then Slater's character turns the TV off and he's like, Oh, what are you doing? I just got the scroll. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it's so cool that they put that dialogue in there.
1: <laughs> um, and then to wrap it up, I had Batman and Mike Tyson's punch out. So
2: awesome. I had, wow. a good,
1: I had a good variety.
0: Yeah. There's you only did. a few real clunkers in there. I thought, uh, you had deadly towers too, at some point. I don't remember. No, again, that was, that no, that was Could a go rental. Go else? Uh, that was okay. a rental,
1: and we'll talk about rentals, but uh, mm. yes, Deadly Towers. Sure, wow. I did beat Deadly that's, Towers.
0: You had over man. 20 games. That's a uh, pretty decent collection for a young man.
1: Again, keep that in mind, that's over the period of like three, four years. So, I mean, you know, I had time. Like I said, quite a few of those were my cousins, or I would swap out with friends. Yeah, I mean, out of the friend. ones of those that I bought or got for gifts, I mean, probably not even half that.
0: Still, pretty, pretty solid, and pretty good list. Uh, yeah. Mine's not as impressive as either of yours. Um, so we got our system from like a, I don't know, must have been like my dad's uncle or something. He was some kind of relative that lived in town, but we like saw them once a year. So I, I didn't know them very well, so they sold us their uh, control deck. So we had Mario Bros and Duck Hunt, and we played Duck Hunt for weeks before we even got to Mario Bros because. It was the thing that the parents <laughs> brought out and hooked up to the TV, like kind of like a board game. Like, we're going to do this as a family. Um, so it was, <laughs> wasn't until later that we started getting into Mario Bros. Uh, nice. For a birthday, I, I'm, I've always thought my parents wanted to get me Zelda, but they accidentally bought me Hydlide. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> so we had Hydlide, and I was really excited because Box is really cool box art. Um, but, like, I could never figure that game out. Never got anywhere in it um tiny tune adventures i picked up um and same thing never beat but could get to about stage five or six usually and, and uh get pretty sufficient at those stages and then it gets really hard at the end um my cousin had Mega Man 2 and I saw him playing it with his friends and thought it looked amazing and wanted it. So we went and bought Mega Man 3 instead, which was obviously the better choice. So that turned out really well. Again.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had uh, Dr. Mario uh, too, which my, my father really liked. So the two of us would, would watch each other play that. We never played like the two-player mode. It was like he'll play for 30 minutes and I'll play for 30 minutes kind of thing. <laughs> um, and then we had a cabin. Uh, at a lake in the states when i was a kid and when we went there we had a nintendo and the only game we ever had in it was the simpsons bart versus the world and <laughs> so w- when we had rainy days at this cabin i would stay in and, and play bart versus the world and i actually really like that game even though it's kind of kind of bad and that was it that was all i had access to at home and i'm counting the cabin as at home too because we we own that place we went a couple times a year so a lot smaller and not as good of an overall collection as you guys, but uh, it was enough to get me hooked. Um, so what did you guys have access to with like friends and, and people around the neighborhood? Uh, did you get any, like, do you go over to the neighbors to play games and stuff like that? Or just your best buddy's house? Bill?
2: Yeah, so I uh, this list is a little bit longer because obviously you know more friends, everyone's got their own library, so uh, I'll I'll try to bang through these uh, uh, quickly as well. Um, I, I I some of these I remember like which friend it was, and some like I don't because it kind of blurs together a little bit. But I distinctly remember Monster Party uh, being a staple at this like one for unfriend's house. And um, I, it's funny because like they like the Playcast has done it, and like people I've heard people talk about it, but it's not a game that I ever heard people talk about, just like during the NES uh, lifespan. Never. So just kind of one of these random games that a friend had that my brother latched onto, and he ended up like you know borrowing or getting a copy. But I know it came from a buddy's house. Um, I had a friend uh, in high school named Christina who I'm still friends with. Uh, she lives uh, like one town over. She loved Bubble Bobble. And our parents were friends, so every time we would go over, it was like, "All right, we're going to the basement. We're playing Bubble Bobble for a few hours." So that was uh, that was fun. Uh, Life Force was uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned in the games we owned, uh, but you know, Legendary yeah. Force and Legendary Wings and Life Force. Me and my brother discovered Life Force uh, at a couple of buddies' houses and loved it. So we ended up uh, you know acquiring that as well. Um, I don't remember playing or enjoying this game but i remember going to this one kid's house and he always had like we would turn on the nintendo and he always had roadrunner in there like the Tengen Road roadrunner yeah. oh. and i'm i think we just turned it off and put another game in but i just remember <laughs> every time we turned the nintendo on like why is roadrunner do you have like a little brother or something <laughs> who like likes this game um uh arkanoid i had this one friend who uh, had arkanoid played that quite a bit um i'd never the used the again? No, I was going to say I I never played with the Vaus until like my adult years when I was able to find one and try so it was always the controller played uh, the arcade version uh which you know obviously has the little spinner um i had one friend I, and i never knew anybody who had these games but i had one friend who had all of the adventure island games wow and <laughs> like try tried them a little bit and i'm like oh you like these there's three of them and like, oh yeah they're great and played for a few minutes and like i don't know like at the time it wasn't right for me so i was like oh, okay i mean i guess that's cool if you like it um uh, a couple of friends who uh, uh were into the sports games we played uh, arch rivals uh, which we thought was just the funniest yeah. thing in the world because just throwing elbows and punching people and just, uh, it, yeah, just a great fun time. Um, uh, skate or Die uh, was uh, another one that we played a lot. Um, or should we say, Skate or <laughs> Die? And then uh, uh, with the modification on that second verse that I'll let you guys just think of in your heads right now. Uh that was really cool, like just kinda like skating around to like the different uh different areas and just kinda like uh, banging through some some skate stuff. Some jousting. Uh yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the American Gladiator style like uh pugilist uh, event. <laughs> and um with there there's these uh, friends we had, uh, uh Matt and Mike and uh they we were probably bigger into Sega stuff with them, but I know that was the first place we played Battletoads um and we would just go back and forth you know uh you know until we got to the you know the infamous level that everyone just slams into a wall so uh Literally. we would play that until we forced our way through it exactly yeah so uh but yeah that that was uh that was at a friend's house um i had a friend named Matt on my block who we uh he always had uh, the karate kid um which i don't remember being a particularly great game but i i remember that it had um the little mini games like in between levels where you have to like catch the flies with the chopsticks. I would have just booted it up to play that (laughs) and not like the platforming or level stuff. Just give me that. Or like the mortal Kombat style, break the ice uh, game, like with the like side karate chop. And there was like the Okinawa level with like the hurricane that was going on. So like, it was like pushing your character. So I guess it was an interesting enough game, but uh, only ever played that at a friend's house. Um, I was at this kid, Chris Picard's birthday party when he got a copy of Kung Fu we ran into his bedroom and uh ail- 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 oh just <laughs> i love this i love every sound on that cartridge <laughs> like the <laughs> the start menu the punch, the hip, hip, uh like there's not a and then uh the boss laughing oh man it's so good i could i i want the like the sound test menu of that game on vinyl it is so good um I had a, I had a, uh some friends who uh like probably the same friends who were into the sports games like Arch Rivals and Skater Die. We had to, uh they had California Games, um, which uh we played a little bit. Um uh my friends uh Matt and Mark had The Last Starfighter, which mm-hmm. I we loved the movie growing up, which is not like a really well known movie, it's kinda like a little, you know, side campy little, you know, little sci fi movie. Um, But the story is this guy, you know, is so good at this arcade game that, like, space people come down and say, we need you to help with our space problem. So, like, what kid wouldn't like that? Um, uh, they also had, those same friends had Destination Earth, uh, which I really, really like the idea of. Like, And if I remember correctly, it's the only game I remember where, like, you just press power and, like, you're playing the game. It's, and like, like you, you hit power, and there's no like boot, and there's no like, oh, this company or whatever. It's like, duh, 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 and like you're just flying through space, and there might be a few like, like, oh, brought to you by blah blah blah, but you're just flying. So uh, that was really cool. Cinematic. Um, this, yeah, right. Uh, these same friends had Marble Madness, uh, which is another one we would go back and forth playing. Um, you know, because you had to, you were kind of on a time limit, so you got as far as you could, and then you'd start over. Um I found the music in Marvel Madness to be like hauntingly it's like really scary. Good. It's really good. Yeah, very very solid. It, it it's not like like not it's not similar or reminiscent of but like just the way that I react to music like it's similar for me to Echo the Dolphin on Genesis that the music is just <laughs> very like haunting and uh you know like in, invokes emotion like uh it's it's hard to explain but like that music hit me hard. Um, these same friends minutes, also had the marble yeah <laughs> i got i need that t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> so for the uh, uh yeah i was role-playing <laughs> as a <laughs> renegade Marvel. <laughs> so these same friends also had who framed roger rabbit um which was, was not what i expected i yeah i that that's the thing is like i i i, I would appreciate it more as a young adult or like an older uh, you know person playing the so game compared really to like confusing. a kid who like just wants a I just want a platforming level right I don't want like yeah. to like solve puzzles like yeah like and then you got to go into a building and like you know find the thing and it's yeah it's uh it was probably a little bit beyond my my experience or like my my preferences at the time I played it. Um, and the last one I'll mention, uh, we never owned this one as much as we loved the first game, but uh, we would play Zelda Two at a friend's house, um, Adventure of Link, and those are all the ones that kind of stood out. And like, and like uh, you guys have both said, as you're making the list, like you'll you'll think like, oh, and that led to that one, and they also had that one, so that was a fun one really to to put that list together. Cool. How
0: so about you, Chris? Do you have any friends? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just marble thank, guy thanks thanks for rubbing it in guys <laughs> <laughs> there
1: was crazy larry down the street and uh, you know he was, about, he was about 62 and you know we paddled around <laughs> no uh yes yeah, so i did have some friends um so i had a buddy that lived not too far away and we were the ones that primarily played a lot of nintendo between rentals and games and he didn't have as many games. I had some other friends that did, but uh, like I said, he was the one that we, besides my cousin, that we'd mess around most. So he had, where I had Metroid, he had Kid Icarus. So I borrowed Kid Icarus a lot. So we would, mm. you know, uh, we, for whatever reason, for him, him and I, we would trade our games, you know. But we would never like permanently trade. You know what I mean? We just like swap. Sure. And, Same. But we we, used to do that all absolutely. The time. Yeah. But we saw each other all the time. Like went to school together and everything else. I mean, it didn't really matter. I mean, you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was like some kids where you'd have to, like, oh, wait, I'm going to go see Billy until whenever. But we would see each other. You know, I'd go see him all the time. We'd have spend a night or whatever. But um, so Kid Icarus, I borrowed that a lot. I beat it a lot. You know, it was one of those games where it was kind of like Zelda and the other ones. You'd played it so much that you started coming up with challenge runs for yourself so, you know, <laughs> I mean, I had done it like, okay, Metroid, beat Metroid without the various suit uh, or, uh, you know Zelda, uh, beat it with no rings You were,
2: you were uh, doing achievements before achievements? Oh, ba- yeah,
1: basically because you would <laughs> played them to death so you're like, I just, All let's right. try something different or same thing with like Kid Icarus, you'd be like, oh, okay well, I'll just go at low power, right? And, yeah. uh, and try that to try to count your,
0: like your Dark Souls runs now <laughs>
1: you would try. I mean, obviously Kid Icarus is a little different in terms of that, but you could always like avoid the power up like the special weapons or whatever. But um that one I like because like when I first played Kid Icarus and like you could get through it, I never really understood the hammer and the angels part because I just borrowed. I didn't have the instructions or anything, you know what I mean? And so, like, later on, after I beat it a few times, I realized about how the Hammers and the Angels worked. I was like, this is so much easier! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it made such a huge difference with that game. Um, but it was always, like, stuck out to me, because it was so different than, like, anything else, and we never got you know much to follow up with it. Uh, Rygar. He had Rygar, so I I would beat Rygar, and I played the crap out of Rygar. Um, and got to where I could find glitches in Rhaegar and do really weird things in Rhaegar. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I found, like, a weird boss skip and all sorts of stuff that you could do in that game. Um, How are you not, like, a
0: professional speedrunner at this point? Like, you're glitch hunting, you're doing challenge runs. What happened? Because <laughs> now I'm
1: old and have, have no time. Uh, you know, I guess if, if it was... If Twitch had been around when I was, you know, a young lad, then sure, maybe. <laughs> but. Totally. VHS tapes was probably about as good as I could have gotten. Um, yeah. He
2: he he was about to go pro, but then uh, like the 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 shell went right through the Hammer brother, and then he died. And like the <laughs> scout was watching him, and that was the end. They were like, "We can't sign this kid." He ran right into a Hammer brother. <laughs> it, bro- it broke me
1: right there. Um, I had a, a neighborhood kid that had Wild Gunman, so I played a lot of Wild oh. Gunman. Although, that's like the most use your hands? boring game on the planet. And the same thing, like uh, another kid had um, Hogan's Alley. So, you know, but those are like games Like you're like, okay, I guess I'll play them. But, I mean, they're not fun. Uh, Metal Gear, a friend did have Metal Gear. So I did play through and I did beat Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Gear. Uh, yeah. A nice. oh, D. <laughs> um But, you know, we just laugh at that one, of course, because, like, I feel asleep and, you know, the truck have started uh, to move. The truck and... have started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just had fun. And that's like the other day when Kelsey's like, oh, I beat Metal Gear. I'm like, did you smoke the cigarette? Um, because that's what we kept like the whole game he
2: wasn't around then
1: like the whole game we're like what does the cigarette do you won't let you smoke the cigarettes what does it do and then at the end you finally oh i can smoke the cigarettes now (laughs) um yeah so we played metal gear was not easy as a kid if you don't have like maps or anything (laughs) so yeah the last uh,
0: couple buildings get pretty confusing with all the key cards you gotta backtrack and find you gotta tune in the radio tuner to different frequencies
1: yeah, I'm sure that we probably called the Nintendo helpline to get help with that one because I—I mean, I don't remember; it's been a long time ago. Some of that's in the Nintendo Player's Guide, um, that book, sure. but it doesn't go all the way through the game or anything. And there was a map and everything that came with it when you bought it, but we didn't have any of that stuff. So, anyway, um, Goonies Two—I uh, had a friend that had Goonies Two, so we beat Goonies Two, uh, which again is awful tricky, but there's a pretty good map, and then in the Nintendo player's guide. So that really helped make that game doable. Um, and I had a friend that had ghosts and goblins. That doesn't mean I ever beat ghosts and goblins. Cause screw that game. That's that easier game to so beat hard. than a few of the other ones you've said you beaten. <laughs> okay. Not really. No, I, that was one of those games. I just would get so frustrated at playing that. I'm like, I just screw. I don't want to play this game anymore. Um, so those are probably the bigger ones at friends' houses. Mostly it was rentals. Like that's we had a rental store, that was in walking distance, and, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, it was just we rented the crap out of stuff.
0: Um, so my neighbor growing up was kind of like Bill's friend, like he was like the sports dude. So we'd go to his house and he always wanted to play ice hockey or blades of steel, like right off the bat. So we'd always play play one of those um and then he would get bored and leave and then i could play his other games uh so he had, <laughs> that's where i played most of my ninja turtles i uh, really liked that one um and he had x-men as well which played a little bit of but not too much Ooh. uh top gun he yeah. had uh oh, same God, thing as every other kid just it was really fun but i could never land on the aircraft carrier at the end so i could play the first mission until i exploded trying to land every time um, and then the two of us had a third, like, friend that lived a little further down the block. And he was, like, a big sports guy, too, but it was all hockey and wrestling. So he had uh, WrestleMania Steel Cage. So we we played that a lot at his house. And he also had the, the Tengen um, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. And, oh, like. Ooh we could never figure out what we were supposed to do or how to progress in that game. So we just run around on minecarts until we ran out of lives and <laughs> it off every time. Um, and then across the street, a new kid moved in and my mom found out he liked Nintendo and I liked Nintendo. So she kind of like threw me over to go play with that kid. And he had a really cool library. He had some of the kids games uh, cause he had younger siblings too. So they had like Sesame street, ABC one, two, three Fisher price. I can remember. <laughs> and Mario's time machine. <laughs> We played them. I don't know why we felt we <laughs> needed to play those because he had other better games. Uh, we played Little Nemo a lot at his place, and I remember getting to the final boss on multiple attempts, but we never actually finished him. Uh, he had Simon's Quest, Castlevania 2, uh, which we never, like, I think we might have done one dungeon. Like, we really could not figure that game out, but it sounded great and it was cool. And when you get to the new. Uh, towns it was just neat to explore them they had this cool character to them so we played a lot of that game even though we never got anywhere Mm -hmm. um he had ducktales as well which was uh awesome like we played so much ducktales um i had a friend at school who just like not someone i hung out with often but he found out i had a nintendo and he's like you need to play this game this game is amazing so good and he forced me to take his copy of Gremlins 2 home. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was pretty good. I'd never seen the movies because I was, I was pretty young. But I uh, had a good time playing some Gremlins. Um, my mom had a friend she would go to and had a younger kid that was close to my age. And I think the only game he owned was Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. Uh, so <laughs> we just played a lot of Snoopy sports while I was over there. And then like action figures and stuff. Um, oh, and that kid across the street from me also had uh, Star Wars. We Same thing like Castlevania. Like We played a bunch of it, never figured out what to do or where to go in that game. Mm. Uh, and then my best friend had uh, NES World Cup Soccer, which we played quite a bit of. Uh, Wizards of Warriors 2, Iron Sword, which we were big fans of. Never got very far in that one either, but just had a, had a really good time with it. Uh, And then I got a kind of funny story about Ghostbusters 2, where he got this new game, and then his mom decided we'd been playing way too much NES, and we had to go outside all summer. Like, no more NES for like a month kind of thing. And I was like, (laughs) "What? we got to play Ghostbusters 2. What are we going to do? So we're outside brainstorming how we can get back inside and play Ghostbusters 2 before summer breaks over. And we decided the best course would be if one of us got a really bad injury we could go inside and play with the other one. So we flipped a coin or rock <laughs> and scissors or something to see who would ride their bike into the dumpster in the back alley. <laughs> and he lost the flip and totally did it. Like, he did not check it out. He rode his bike into the dumpster and broke his arm. Oh! And he, like, <laughs> we didn't think this through because broken arm. He can't play Nintendo now; like his arm's in a cast. So he got oh to watch me God. play Ghostbusters too for the rest of the summer.
2: Oh man, I can't believe I've ever heard that story before. I, but but you yeah, guys I've
0: lo- been kind of holding on to that for a while.
2: Doesn't look <laughs> you got yeah. yeah. free health care up,
1: up there? Because uh, my parents, you know, something like that. You know, with a bill that size, they would have kicked your behind. Yeah.
0: Well, we I never told our parents we did that, right? It was just it was an accident. we like, didn't, didn't mean to do that. So, a dog
2: yeah. was chasing him.
0: Uh, I really like Ghostbusters 2. I I know it wasn't worth that, <laughs> but good memories after. The guy not so much, but Ghostbusters 2, yeah. Yeah. Um, another buddy who had McKids at his house, which the same thing. We just really liked that game and it was it was fun co-op too. So we played a lot of that. Uh, And I did have one friend who had a power pad uh, and we would play world-class track meet at his house with our hands. Barely ever with our feet. He did set it up one time with like two chairs next to him. So you could run, 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 and then hold yourself up on the chairs for like a really long jump. (laughs) 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 Messed her out with that.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So how about relatives? You guys ever play anything at your uncle's house, cousins, things like that?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, I got a, a pretty good little list here. Um, and a lot of these I found out about at Relatives' Houses, and they ended up joining the home collection. <laughs> uh, uh, so I left these out of the owned at home, even though we did end uh, end up owning a lot of these. Um, so one that I remember vividly from super early in the NES lifespan. Uh, so I was a young kid. It was uh, probably, if, if it was 86, it was like, you know, when it was like pretty new. So I was like, you know, uh, uh, five years old. And I went to my – we always go to my my aunt and uncle's house in uh, Pearl River, New York for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I just remember all the, like, the older kids, like, the older cousins. And, you know, like, when you're a kid, like, all the older kids are, like, giants to you. So these are probably just, like, teenagers. But, like, you know, it was the older kids. And it was, like, this little, like, console, like, 27-inch TV and just, like, a, a room, like, full 20 people. And everyone just crowded around and they were all playing baseball <laughs> and i just watched them play baseball you know like the pitch goes in and then someone would hit and it was like this crowd of people was watching a game it was like, oh go 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 and it was so cool just seeing all that energy from like the older black kids. box so, uh, baseball you're
0: talking
2: about yep black box baseball yeah I think I, they were super into I think it i
0: mentioned it when i was playing through rbi baseball but my like my family never watches me play NES like ever, but for some reason, all of them were watching me play that game, and it was the same thing. Like they're all like, go yeah. go go! Like no, no,
3: you want to do it? Like just getting
2: yep. really into this game. Yeah, it was crazy, and so and it, it wasn't so much that baseball hit me watching that. I was just like, what is this Nintendo thing that they're all crowding around? Right. So um, so yeah, baseball was a, a big one uh, at the at the cousin's house that I saw them play a lot. Um, also, at that same cousin, my cousin uh, uh, John Catherine Amory's house uh, was where I first saw Metroid being played uh, by humans. Um, so that one made my list like immediately. Like I didn't actually get to play it very much there, but just watching them play it, I was like, I need to be a part of this. So we ended up, uh, you know, adding it to the list and getting that uh, fairly quickly. Um, my cousin Mike um, had uh, uh, Mike and Frankie and. They they have we have big family, so uh, uh, (laughs) and uh, he had Mike Tyson's Punch Out uh, and Castlevania. So I remember going to their house for uh, for like you know there was it's such a big family that like you'll go to like Thanksgiving at one person's house and then like second Thanksgiving at another and then like first second third and fourth Christmas like because everyone's got their own parties for like different areas. So went to a lot of family holiday parties. So uh, but yeah, Punch Out and Castlevania were staples of Mike's house. Um I had an uncle Tommy, who's not my real uncle. He's just like a very close friend of my dad, so he's Uncle Tommy. Um he would babysit us once in a while and he would bring over Blades of Steel. <laughs> so that's where we discovered Blades of Steel and my love for the shootout mode in that game. Uh, yeah. we didn't we didn't fight too terribly much, but I loved the shootout and we would try to get it to a tie so we could play the shootout.
0: When I went to my neighbors and he'd make me play the game. We'd like just play normally until the last uh, period. And then we'd like force a tie so we could do
3: shootouts.
2: Yep. If, if any game ever, you know, needed that shootout mode just to be selectable, uh, you know, like in the menu, like that was it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, but yeah, so that was a uh, super solid, uh, love blades. Um, uh, my, at my, uh, uh, uncle Aaron and Eleanor's house, we would, uh, go there and they had Nintendo as well. And I remember just the group of cousins that would go to that party they all wanted to play track and field uh and track and field too uh, specifically uh sorry I should say especially and everyone kind of had their own um like uh, event that they were all really good at so we would kind of like play and you would notice oh john's really good at that bill's really good at that so like we would Play like a one player game and like just pass the controller around mm-hmm. to like the all star for that event so we could like beat the whole thing. Mine was the uh, like the skeet shooting in uh, uh track That's and field two. I was uh one of the better events, solid in that at that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I was I always had a fun time with that one. Um, and uh, another game that we played at that uh, same uh, uh relative's house was Rush and Attack. And I remember just like getting demolished at the end of the level, and I would, I, and I watched my cousin do it. No, I saw my cousin on the second level, and I was like, "John, how do you how do you beat like the first like the end of the first level? Like I keep getting like overrun." And he said, "Just stab." And I was like, "Like, what do you mean?" And he's like, "Just," and he said slower. He said, "Just." Stab? <laughs> like I, I, don't know what you're talking about. And then like he showed me just like like just standing in a place and just you know, the dudes are jumping at you, but like they'll just still stab them. You know when the timing's right. So I was like oh that's not so bad. Um and then uh, I didn't have this. Uh, didn't mention it before. Kelsey's mentioned it, but the same Uncle Tommy who uh, came over with Blades of Steel also came over with RBI Baseball, mm-hmm. which will forever have a special place in my baseball and NES Heart. I've, I've maybe played more hours of RBI baseball it's, it's really hard to quantify because you know you play some longer games that like you put a lot of time in the Zelda and you know some other big things but I'm telling you that just the number of times that I just like just want to pop up the Nintendo real quick and just play a quick baseball game or like pop it up like on the Vita if you're emulating something it's either like RBI baseball contra you know, there's like two or three other go-to's, but man, I've 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 played a lot of RBI baseball over the years, so that's uh, those are the ones that kind of stuck out as my uh, uh, relative uh, games. Nice. What's you, Chris?
1: So, um, being you know, eight hundred years old, I was really
0: long past.
1: Now, are they? Uh, they were, you know, their houses had just had mostly older stuff in it. So, you know, when I go to my relatives, except for my cousin, which I've already kind of talked about, you know, my aunt had an Atari uh, at her place. And, you know, my my grandparents had an Intellivision at their place. But, um, no, nobody really had a Nintendo, uh, family-wise. So, just really didn't run into it.
2: Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, we 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 kind of had the opposite. We would go like my I was in Cub Scouts, um, so like the you know the the base the lowest you know the entry level of Boy Scouts, and our our like den leader had an Atari, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And we would you know play a few games here and there. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if like you know any of my other friends have an Atari. And it's like no one else in my life that I ever know someone had an Atari. So it was that like weird kind of like a, a disconnect on the Atari stuff, but. It was always really cool to me when I saw a system that like was not in my circle of systems. I was like, show me this thing. Like, how's this work? (laughs) So I had like kind of two relatives that uh, were
0: NES related for me. Uh, One of them was my cousin. And like Bill said, he was like five or six years older than me. So he seemed like an adult, like the smartest, coolest person on the planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they lived in like the middle of nowhere, like, a thousand people live there on a farm in the middle of Saskatchewan. So when we go to visit them, uh, it, it was cool though. Cause like his parents, like, because he didn't have a lot of things to do and there was a lot of kids around. It was like, when it's your birthday, it's like here's a Nintendo in ten games, and then next birthday, it's like here's fifteen new games. And so <laughs> he had like the coolest stuff. Like you'd go in his room, and there's like a stack of Nintendo Powers, a stack of other gaming mags, uh, hints and tips books. He had a Game Genie, he had a Power Glove, and you, I remember him showing me Power Glove for Super Mario Bros. It was so cool. And he showed me things like uh, you could get the firepower when you're small, and just like blew my mind. <laughs> um so I played some stuff there. That's where that's the cousin I saw uh Meg Man 2 at, but I never actually played it. I just watched him and his friends play it because you know they were so much cooler than me. I was intimidated to ask them for a turn. Uh but when he went out when he was by himself or he was out do helping on the farm or something, I got to play, uh, I messed around with some some stuff like uh Cobra Triangle I uh, had Gradius uh Wheel of Fortune, I think we played a bit of there too um <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers um he had a ton more, but I think those are the only ones I actually like played and didn't just watch him play there uh but then we'd go visit my grandmother, who lived in the province over from us, but it was only about a two and a half three hour drive, so we'd go like at least once a month, typically go visit Grandma grandpa. And my one of my uncles uh, lived in their basement for a few years, and when he moved out for work, he left like everything there. So he left his Nintendo there with a big awesome stack of games, uh, and it's where I got exposed to most of my like favorites from that era. Uh, so he had Mario two and three, he played a lot of those. He had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, uh, World Games, which. You know, having access to like Mario 2 and Turtles 2 and Mario 3 and stuff, like I still played a lot of world games over that sometimes. Yeah, uh, he had Double Dragon 2, he had Ghosts and Goblins, he had Ninja Gaiden, uh, Marble Madness, uh, Super Spike Volleyball, Paperboy, Bubble Bobble was there, Skater or Die, uh, Section Z, and he had Death Race too, which was a really interesting game that. <laughs> we were never able to figure out um, but it was just fun to like race around in the first area and, and run over some dudes um, yep. <laughs> so my my sister would come down with me and we'd play like we'd start playing Mario 3 together or Bubble Wobble or Double Dragon and then she'd get bored in like 30 minutes uh, or die off all her lives in Bubble Wobble or something and just you know go upstairs see what everyone else is doing and I just loved going to grandma's because I got the basement to myself it was like my own bachelor pad like because my uncle like everything there. Like, i was sitting on the end of his bed watching his tv playing his nintendo like it was like my room and i got to sleep down there too <laughs> so it was, it was really cool to to go do that um i think i mentioned everything that i could remember from that area so the next one i know is gonna be a big one for chris so let's start with bill again um rentals Did you rent a lot of nes games back in the day
2: we did have a rental shop in town. Uh, there were several of them. Uh, the one that I remem- remember um, had kind of a kind of a funky name. Like I'll I'll tell it to people, and they're like, "Was it was it like were kids allowed in there?" <laughs> um, the name of this place it was just a regular old you know video rental shop. Was Video Fantasies? Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so have, a, have a big curtained
1: off area. Did it, did it need to walk through? The I, beach I don't to get already, in there. You know,
2: yeah <laughs> you know so as a- as a kid i i I don't ever remember seeing like a back room until I was old enough to know like, oh, that's the back room, <laughs> so I don't remember if this one had that or not. I assume that it did because that's you know it's money is money right but uh at video fantasies uh I remember a handful uh that we definitely rented one of them was uh Trojan um which uh we played through uh quite a bit um Uh, Another is one that I've talked about in the show before uh, that I think I mainly gravitated towards on the Master System, but we did rent it quite a bit for the uh, Nintendo was Fantasy Zone, Um, which is a fun little game, uh, you know, uh, like shooter, but like also... I I was the first shooter I remember where I could like change directions where it wasn't just like scrolling like one way and like, it was like, wait, I can just move freely around. Like, this is kind of cool. It's like an RPG shooter type thing. And there were, you could like get currency and abilities. So like, that was a fun one. Um, Goonies two uh, which has been mentioned on the, uh, the show already. Um, I, I, the music was great. loved the movie. So that was a fun one to play through a little confusing. Why am I killing people with yo-yos? Um, and, uh, uh, again also been mentioned by uh by you guys already but probably the thing we rented the most and didn't own was super spike v-ball nice. uh i don't know what it was that i ended up really liking a lot about this game but it's you i, I pick have a pick feeling dudes it was... look
0: like arnold schwarzenegger
2: schwarzenegger is a big factor in that and i I remember thinking that on the cover art i was like that's arnie like on (laughs) like you know like like leaping forward on the uh uh to save that uh save the ball um i but what what probably you know really helped a lot was um you could just kind of play it regular and like you know pop the ball back and forth and uh uh I've I've told the story before where we had the regular Nintendo controllers and we wanted the ones from the commercial where the laser left the (laughs) controller to, like, punch the guy in the face. And we asked for that for Christmas and my parents came back and they got us something else and we're like, we wanted the laser ones. And they were like, yeah, we asked the guy at the store. They said that everyone returned them because they don't actually fire lasers. (laughs) Um, And that was, like, part of the start of, like, you know... Like, you have to, like, does not actually fire lasers <laughs> to your television to punch <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. So um they ended up getting us the NES um uh, Max controllers, the little, okay. uh, you know, boomerang-shaped uh, ones with the uh, turbos. And the turbos open up all sorts of interesting possibilities in the Super Spike V Ball, <laughs> where you can, you know, glow like like a like a the orb over your spike starts uh, yep. expanding. So man, and then you jump up and you and it's and the sound is... Oh, and this ball will. Murder (laughs) anyone in its path, like knocks people back. Feels so good to like
0: hear you see, literally see and hear that kaboom, and then the guy that like (laughs) tried to bump it to return it like flies out of the court.
2: (laughs) It's all. It almost looks like uh like double dragon, like when you're punching a dude, and like when you like like it's it's yep, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's got that art, yeah. So, like, and then like when you like hit a double dragon bad guy, and they kind of like at forty five degree angle like fly back. It's like the same yeah. thing when you slam the volleyball in and their the face. The so. music in
0: that game is fantastic, too. Yeah. Really good.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So those were my uh, those were my big rentals that I remember. So good. How about you, Chris?
1: So, um, for me, like I said, we had this rental store. It was a walking distance, and it was called video corner and uh it was called that because guess where it was uh (laughs) on the corner and uh, they man they just they had like lots of nes games like a whole big section of nintendo games and they kept up with it So like when new things would come out they had them and the rentals were like they were like a dollar like a dollar and a quarter i mean they're really cheap and if you, they were closed on Sunday, so if you rented on Saturday, you got to keep it until Monday. Um, so, of course, that's what you did, and it was perfect for us as kids because we would, you know, it was the weekend, and we didn't have much to do. So we'd rent a game on Saturday. Sometimes we had we throw our money in. So like one of us would pay to rent on Friday, and then the other person would pay for Saturday. That way, we could have it like the entire weekend to play through. Sure. And that's just what we would do. I mean, we like I uh, probably from like 1987 to 1990, probably almost every new game that came out, <laughs> we probably played. I mean, we I'm sure we missed a few that the video stores didn't get, but I mean, we played. Okay, I'll, I'll take that back. Sports games, we didn't really play all the sports games. Colored you know, all the out, dinosaurs though. Outside of mm. that, we we played i mean everything we were kind of talking about this before the call but i mean like i remember like early on we'd play even the bad ones like chubby cherub uh ninja kid kid nikki i mean not that all those are bad but i mean like especially like chubby cherub's bad game none of
3: those are
1: amazing. Yeah. no like kid nikki we we enjoyed that one just because it was kind of goofy um and it was kind of fun to play it wasn't the greatest game in the world but um
2: but, but that was just the routine like that was that's you would what we did you would yeah yeah that's
1: what I'm saying that's so like some of the big ones I remember we played a lot were uh or we would go back to right so you'd just get them over and over it's so like blaster master you know we rented yeah. that one enough to where we could beat blaster master um and bionic commando you know we we beat bionic commando like the first mega man we had played the first mega man before mega Man 2 came out so when that was coming out we were like what? there another yeah. one um, and we really like the first mega Man, so we were really into it
2: i i just quick side yeah. note, I didn't play the first mega Man games till after playing like the fourth, so I figured you'd go back to the first one and be like oh, you know, this one might not be as good, I remember being really impressed with how good Mega Man 1 was. Like I know people don't really talk about it when there's 2, 3 and especially 4, <laughs> but um uh but yeah, I remember like seeing like playing 1 and being like this is really good. And you know, obviously 2 and 3 have reputations for being better, but yeah, I was impressed.
1: Yeah, cuz that was the thing back then. I mean, you'd start to kind of learn, but like Everything wasn't really inconsistent. Like Capcom games, you'd be mm. like, oh, Gunsmoke, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. And mm. Trojan, huh? Yeah. huh? You know, we'd like play <laughs> and we're like, what? I don't get it. Well, yeah. What are we <laughs> supposed to do? Uh, and Ghosts and Goblins, like, God, Why? <laughs> um, but then again, like Mega Man, you're like, this is the worst. I mean, everybody knows, right? It's the worst picture ever on the front of that thing. Yeah. But man, it was bad. so fun to play. And we, we just played yeah. the living crap out of Mega Man to the point where like later on, um, when I became an adult and back in the nineties when Nintendo wasn't cool anymore, you could go and buy the games real cheap. Like go to, you'd go to the rental stores and they were just selling out stuff real cheap. Mega Man was one of the first ones that I bought. Because of nice. that. Because I'm like, you know, that's great. I just want to go back and own that game and play it again. Um I mean, remember like Life Force, like you're talking about Jackal, we would rent and play like the crap Jackal out of for sure. Jackal. I mean a lot of those two player games, obviously we would do that. I remember Bayou Billy, that was the one we could never beat. Like we rented that's Bayou Billy tough, so dude. many times and we could never beat freaking Bayou Billy um
2: yeah. it'd be easier if they if he had a neck without that <laughs> neck you can't can see I mean, the like, guys
0: behind him quickly enough
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. we mentioned i, I beat <laughs> deadly towers
1: yeah because, that, that's wild know, that
0: you beat that like well yeah, i, I still i
2: still can't crazy. believe that you beat deadly towers
1: yeah i mean i took a polaroid at the ending because that was how i was like oh my god it's good because um,
0: nobody would have believed you otherwise
1: yeah um <laughs> But we would rent it like, down to, like, I remember, like, Battle Chess or whatever, right? <laughs> I mean, you would just rent all the games or, like, Taboo. I remember we rented, oh, Taboo. You rented Taboo?
2: Oh, man.
1: Well, of course, because it was new, right? So, we didn't know what it was. Did, did, Do
2: you remember did
0: you, that did you,
1: weekend? Did you also... actually play for 10 yeah. minutes and stop? Yeah, that's basically what we did. was like, this sucks. Why did we waste our time? So, yeah, we played it for, like, 20 yeah. minutes and then just played the old games again because it was, like, this did, sucks. Did you... Did... Did
2: you rent Anticipation and Win, Lose or Draw? We did rent Anticipation <laughs> um, because Nintendo
1: really advertised the crap out of Anticipation, like that was wow. going to be a big game for that Christmas. And yeah, no, it sucked, but that's I mean, so
3: cool. It.
2: Uh, I, I I really like that you just did it. Like I've told stories before about how in high school I worked at the uh, the video store uh, in town, and it was very similar, where like we'd get the new movies in on uh, Friday. And then we had to like prep them because like they went out like on Monday so we could take them home for free before they went out. So like every like Friday I would just take home like however many new movies came out. And it didn't matter if they were good, bad or if you wanted to see them or not. It's like these movies don't cost anything. So I brought them home and like that's what we did every week.
1: Yeah, it was the money was so low and our parents mm. would just, you know, obviously it kept us. It was usually you know, I would spend the night at his house or he would spend the night at mine and our parents, we were mm. out of their hair. And so it's like yep. here, yeah, here's a dollar fifty or whatever, right? <laughs> go, go away. <laughs> go guys, go do it. Right, yeah. And uh yeah, I mean I don't like I said, I I, I would probably guess that we played the majority of, of everything that was out there in that period of time before Genesis kinda hit. Um Very cool. So it was a lot of fun.
0: That's great. That sounds awesome. Uh, so my video store of did not have a crazy name like your guys'. Uh, we just rented from MicroPlay.
2: Um, well, like like a, like a very thin sheet of plywood.
0: <laughs> play, not ply.
2: MicroPlay. Oh, play. Sorry, they said Microply. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, our video, my video store, Video Corner was such a wild name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so they, like, I don't remember movies there at all. I think it was just games. Um, oh and wow! They had a little gumball machine, and if you got the black gumball, you got a free rental. And I feel like I never paid for a rental. I feel like I always got the black gumball. when We went in there; it, just, it felt like every time I just slammed that gumball on the counter, and then go go grab my copy of Karnov <laughs> to take home for the weekend.
3: Because
0: um, as a kid, it was like if you had dinosaurs on the cover, I had to rent it. So Karnov was a big one. Uh, Joe and Mac, Rampage uh caveman games all those ones were in heavy rotation uh, i was a big random stimpy fan so buckaroos uh oh cool yeah. uh simpsons bart versus space mutants i remember renting that for a few weekends uh boy and his blob as uh, one i like it really intrigued me i could never figure it out never left earth and got to oh, globonia yeah. but like i was so fascinated by that game i rented it so many times just to like figure out what all the uh, jelly Beans did, and, and see if I could get one new puzzle that I didn't get last time, kind of thing.
1: uh yeah, uh,
0: um, I rented Totally Rad uh, just because the cover kind of looked like a dinosaur monster thing, and just being in that uh, Mega Man vein, I really liked it. So that one I rented a lot too. Uh, Dash Galaxy and the Alien Asylum, I rented because it's got a pretty decent cover. And yeah, I remember it was like my taboo. Like I was like, played it for like half an hour. I'm like, I don't (laughs) know what the hell I'm playing. I'm not going to play this anymore. Um, And then Snow Brothers uh, rented a bunch of times and found Mm. out great co-op. So that one, like I wouldn't rent it all the time. But when I, my cousin was coming up to visit or something, I was like, you got to check this out. And I'd rent Snow Brothers and we'd play it together. And then we were having a sleepover with so-and-so who's never played it. like, we got to rent Snow Brothers and check this out. So rented that one quite a bit too um yeah but oh and battletoads that was another one we rented never owned it but uh so yeah we never got past the the speeder bikes either bill because uh we only had it for a weekend at a time here and there (laughs) um so is there any other places you guys had access to nes games that i didn't cover with with the last few sections we went through
2: so yeah looking at the uh the list you threw together um uh or sorry the, like the categories that you had us go through um it seemed like you kind of left it open uh just with other so i kind of created my own little award uh called best christmas present oh. <laughs> so my best christmas present uh was a share between myself my brother and my sister was certainly the legend of zelda Uh, This is a game that we, uh, you know, knew we wanted. We had played at friends' houses. We, you know, kind of already fallen in love with it. The cartoon may have already been out, like, before we had the game. Like, I don't remember exactly uh, the timeline. But uh, we still have the video where, like, it was, like, the last thing. Like, my parents gave us, like, bikes, all these, like, big, cool things. But they saved this for last because they knew it was, like, the thing that was going to make us lose our minds. So (laughs) we all opened it. And in unison, all three of us just yelled, Zelda! So... Uh, just wanted to mention that, uh, that is my, my, uh, best Christmas present, and I was trying to think of, like, any other place I had access to games, um, and I I couldn't really think of anything, because we didn't really have, like, uh... You know, like, some some schools, like, I've heard people say they have, like, media labs, and, like, there might be, like, some electronics and, uh, you know, kind of, like, some stuff. Uh, like, in our computer lab in school, uh, we had, um, like, Oregon Trail. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of schools, like, had access to computer games, things like that. I can't think of any place that I had access to NES games during the lifespan of the system outside of, you know, kind of those main categories, like, stuff you had, friends, relatives, rentals. Um, so I just added that best Christmas present for uh, just to have a little add-on in there. Nice. What about you, Chris? Anything that I missed? The
1: only thing I would probably put out is the versus games that were out sure. and play choice. So,
2: um, yeah, good call.
1: You know, especially like uh, we would play versus Super Mario Brothers just because it was somewhat the same but somewhat different, and mm-hmm. I just remember like how weird it was that Mario was so yellow when he had the fire flower and, uh, and versus super Mario brothers. But that was it. Like the levels were just different. Like you're like, Oh, well I, I usually know that the coin is in this hidden block over here. I was like, no, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we would play that and you know, we never got real far in it because you did, you know, you just didn't have unlimited funds to dump into it. But, um, mm-hmm. we play that versus Castlevania. um, since I already had Castlevania, I was always I was always really good at Castlevania, so I could play I could basically play versus Castlevania all the way up to the end on like a quarter. So you know, um, <laughs> on versus Castlevania, all you have to do is it, the timer's a lot shorter, so you just can't get every candle. You have to haul.
0: But since you're a speedrunner at this age, that was no problem for you.
1: Well, since I knew the I, game I, backwards and forwards, I would just. You know, I would just run the game all the way till Dracula, and either I'd get him or I wouldn't. And then, like, okay, there's a quarter. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's it. You yeah. can play the game for you know what, 15, 20 minutes spent. or whatever. Yeah,
0: it's pretty solid,
1: right? Um, so yeah, other than that, and I remember, you know, that uh, what was it? If I remember right, didn't they put Super Mario three in PlayChoice before it actually came out? Uh, that I, that's I the memory.
2: I don't actually remember that. Yeah, I remember seeing Super Mario in the Wizard, and like the whole it was you know a game you've never played before. They're like what a new game. But I don't remember the uh, the PlayChoice version coming out first. That'd be a cool thing to look up. I, I may misremember
1: that, but that's where I remember seeing Super Mario Brothers three first was on wow. PlayChoice. So uh, again, you know, that's a long time ago. But I, I may be misremembering it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why I'd say. Versus machines and play choice.
3: Cool.
0: Um, The only one that I had that I didn't feel like fit into anything nicely was we moved to BC um, right near the end of the NES lifespan and my dad had a friend who lived in a small, tiny village outside of the city that we lived in and when he would go to visit him there's like nothing to do there but his friend had an old NES in his garage, so he like they'd go and like you know drink and catch up for like four or five hours sometimes. So it was, just, it was literally like put your kid in the garage with the TV, it'll be fine for four or five hours. <laughs> so that's where I played Contra, uh, Adventures of Lolo, uh, a little bit of Zelda, uh, Super C. He had Punch Out, uh, Kung Fu, and Shadowgate. So it was a really solid lineup. So I just, I just plopped down and like, today's an Adventures of Lolo day and played that as far as I could. And the next time I was like, we're just playing Contra all day. And uh, so <laughs> I didn't mind going there. And then when I got a little older, he trusted me on his computer. So I was able to go do some computer games uh, later on as well. But uh, that was really neat. Um, just something interesting I did was I, I tallied up all the games I could remember too. And had access to 67 games as a kid during the lifetime which is 10 percent of the whole library which i thought was like
3: yeah.
0: way higher than i thought it was going to be like making those lists like bill said like you just remember like this friend and then oh yeah I had this game too and then i pulled that there's there a lot more than i remembered before i put this list together so it's really neat um i just have a couple fun questions for you guys too um chris might not have a good answer for this one because uh, i was gonna see if you had any classics that you missed as a kid and that that you now are aware of like that you would have connected with um which which games do you think those would be but chris like you played like everything for those first few years where like all the classics were being released like did you miss any <laughs> that you feel like you, you should have played as a kid that you would have liked
1: um i mean the only thing obvious that i missed out of was like the late stuff right so the end games when i had moved on to genesis um so you know like the late 90s releases and obviously some of those obviously i loved ninja Gaiden one and 2 so i would have loved ninja Gaiden 3 uh i do remember i had a friend that had it um how
0: about stuff like uh like none of us mentioned like final fantasy or dragon warrior
1: um, I played. I did rent Dragon Warrior, so that was within that time period, um, and I did play and beat Dragon Warrior. Final Fantasy was kind of on the periphery um, because um, my friend that I talk about, we'd always go to the the store. He rented it, and they played it quite a bit, but I didn't um, because right about that same time is I had the Genesis and and fantasy star and fantasy star two so i was playing those and when i would look at final fantasy like this looks kind of crappy <laughs> you know yeah. compared to what i was playing like it doesn't look very good um so you know i was aware of those things but again at that time i was i was playing 16-bit games and they looked so much better <laughs> and uh yeah you kind of like look down like like uh, you know i don't need that stuff anymore um uh, but obviously some of the later games were really good i never you know what obviously some things like okay yeah a little samson that's a great game i mean obviously nobody played it not even the people Dude. that were younger than me but i mean yeah i mean if that would have existed in that time when we rented everything i think i would love playing that game or <clears throat> you know um some of the Later Adventure Island games, like I never, I, I played the first one, but I never played any of the other Adventure Island games, so they, they've got dinosaurs
0: in them, so I would have loved those ones
1: too, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: the the later Dragon Warriors, right, I never, you know, I played the first one, never played any other Dragon Warrior games, so yeah, I think in the later releases, it, it's a blind spot, because I just, I was in a different place at that point in time, I got a Genesis really early. Yeah. Cool.
0: How about you, Bill? What classics did you, you miss out on that you would have enjoyed as a kid?
2: Um, so I definitely missed out on a bunch of classics. Um, I don't know whether or not I would have, you know, uh, connected with them as a kid. Like, there's, you know, a handful that, like, come to mind, like stuff like Kid Icarus, um, which I'd never played. Um, and uh, some other ones that, you know, people talk about, like uh, like you just said, like the Final Fantasy yeah, and like, the Dragon warrior As a kid,
0: I, I would have not liked Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior. I know that. I like them now, but I, yeah
2: i don't i don't think i would have yeah i like i didn't become aware of i mean like there's the argument you know a zelda and rpg but like that yes, like final yes, fantasy style a turn-based party-based TV. rpg <laughs> so like that that style of like you know you got your party and you got your turn-based battle system with menus and stuff like i the first game of that type that i remember playing was final fantasy 7 so like i as a oh, kid wow. i don't think i would have been into final fantasy one um, but the one major uh, blind spot that I I never played, and I, I I wasn't sure if it would be considered a classic, but I looked it up and like it's listed on a whole bunch of like top ten and top twenty NES game lists, so I I guess it has to be a classic that I probably would have connected with, and I'm ashamed to say I've still never played to this day is Batman. Oh wow. It's hard. So I'd, loved, <laughs> I'd love to play it. Yeah, I've heard that. Infinite I'd love continues, to play it though. just to just you know, keep, kind of keep get keep the experience. As long as you
1: want. And, it ha- and it really has nothing to do with Batman. <laughs> the, like <laughs> the last there's... stage does, and nothing there's... before that. Right. It, there's the Joker, <laughs> and there's Batman. But well, he like shoots people and everything else. It has nothing to do all, with Batman. All, all
0: mm-hmm. the bosses are Batman. They're just probably not characters you're familiar with. There's like Maxi Zeus and Firefly mm-hmm. and Killer Moth and like they they're like deep cuts.
1: Okay. Oh, so what's gotcha. what's the the Batman villain that's two giant blocks that go around the screen?
0: Oh, that's that's just uh, a regular <laughs> trap. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's 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 uh that's Clayface. Oh, there, <laughs> there you goes, go. Say Thank great. you. <laughs> but yeah, uh I you know, and then I I it it recently came to mind uh, when uh Russ, our good uh buddy Russ Lyman um got his uh, Batman tattoo, his NES Batman tattoo, which if you haven't seen his uh, video uh, detailing it, um good friend of ours uh, Joe uh uh Atherton um did it for him who's been at Retro World Expo. Uh, It's the bat, it's, he's kind of like that, like purplish, bluish, like, uh, uh, like, uh, color theming, but he kind of like, it's like a, a detailed drawing of Batman, but then like another part of it like morphs into like the pixels. So it's like this really cool uh uh, uh you know kind of like transition. uh collage of like the two different versions. Yeah, transition would be a good word for it. Transition between the two versions. But yeah, so that's probably the one that uh, sticks out to me the most that I I feel like it would have connected with cuz I've always liked that, man. Cool.
0: Have you at least listened to the soundtrack to that game? It, it is nope, one couldn't of, pick it out of a lineup one of the best on the system, like no exaggeration. You should really? check that out. I think you'd
1: you'd enjoy it that way as well. Um, If you play the game, though, don't worry. You'll hear the soundtrack a lot because it's very hard. The first stage
0: (laughs) is like the best song. So even if you don't get past the first stage, you'll have a good time. (laughs) Cool. Um, So I put down a few. Um, Kirby's Adventure was a really late one that I I missed out on. And I loved the Game Boy game at like around the same time. So I'm positive I would have loved Kirby's Adventure if I would have gotten to that. Um, just as be a dumb kid, like playing Simon's Quest. Uh, obviously it says on the cartridge, Castlevania 2. Never occurred to me there could have been another Castlevania that came before that. So I, th- I think if I would have played the first one, because I really, like as hard as Ghost and Goblins was, I liked the, the dark theme to it and, and the challenge wasn't uh, wasn't an issue. So I think I would have loved the first Castlevania if I would played it as well. Um, and with how much time I put in Iron Sword, I know I would have liked Wizards and Warriors as well if I would have played it because it's got the same like cool soundtrack. And having the Infinite Continues would help get a little bit further. So those are three I put down that I know I would have liked as a kid. Um, Chris, this one's going to be really hard for you because you played a lot. Uh, so as a kid, is there any game that you played that just kind of stuck with you in a really negative way that you just... You've always had like a dislike for that game over every other game.
1: Do you want me to start? Yeah, start us off. <laughs> I mean, I would... Uh, I, yeah, I played a lot of stinkers, man. I like, like really <laughs> bad games that came out really early. But, I mean, I'll just go... I mean, even though I beat that stupid game, Deadly Towers sucks, man. Just Deadly <laughs> Towers sucks. <laughs> And I don't know why I had to beat that thing. Because, again, we paid for it. We had it. You know what I mean? This is what we did. But, man, <laughs> Deadly Tower sucks. I, I don't really have a lot else to say. I mean, that's there were some other stinkers that we played, you know, answer, like Trojan. We never figured out what the heck Trojan was all about. And yeah. then games that that's, weren't games. Like- that's
0: so funny. Because, like, if you sat down and, like, tried to figure out Trojan, like, it's like a 10-minute game once you figured it out. Deadly Tower is, like, once you figure it out, it's still, like, hours and hours and hours of
1: grinding and mazes and backtracking. And, man. But that's what made it kind of somewhat alluring at the time, right? I mean, like, enough to where you'd stick with it. Because you're like, okay, maybe it's bad, but maybe there's something interesting at some point in time. It's kind of like... Um, The game I always wanted to get good at was uh, The Immortal because it looked really cool in certain places and the fights were cool. But, you know, I would just die every two seconds. And you're (laughs) like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, um, yeah. Like, but yeah, that's no. I mean, Chubby Cherub, I could say a lot of those early, like really early games, they just sucked. But the one, yeah, I would still have to say Deadly Towers just sucked. When people talk about like worst games uh i mean okay it's playable some of those things I'm like okay taboo is not a game but
2: <laughs> how
0: about you bill
1: i'll go with it go
2: with that yeah i'll be honest i you know i was i was going through like all the games i have played and like some of the you know the ones that i had access to at friends houses and i'll be honest that there was never anything that just stuck out as as just like a super negative experience like there were games that i just didn't like and then like I didn't play that game anymore. You know, like if I like, maybe if I'd like stuck with it and just like, Oh, well, this is the only game I have access to right now. So I have to, I got to hammer my, you know, my head against the wall, just like uh, trying to figure this game out. But it really didn't happen. I mean, the, the, the memory that comes back is one that I've already talked about where, you know, just dying in that level in Battletoads, just trying to like get like through that because we would go, you know, to his, this kid's house. We would get, you know, get that, we could get through the level and then you'd get down the rope and then you finally get down there and it's like, all right, like here we go again and it would just be so many attempts just so many and then you would get past that one spot that everyone get by and then like the next wall or like yeah. the the surprise one after that so so yeah i you know i i i thought about this for a bit but there's there's not been one there's not like a game that comes up in the nes library that i'm like Oh my god, I hate that game so much, I spent so much time and it was dumb and stupid. Just if I didn't kinda click with a game early on, I'm like, alright. You know, just kinda like push it aside and that was it for me. So I think
1: I got lucky because you guys were in a time where like there were so many of those licensed garbage games, like all those Simpson games and like Total Recall mm. and I, I skipped a bunch of that garbage. So I mean, I just had the weird mm. early Japanese stuff that came over that was just didn't make sense or whatever. <laughs>
0: Right. Um so mine I I'm going to put Lide in mine. It was just a, a bad birthday present and I <laughs> bounced like we owned it so I wanted to play it and I wanted to get good at it, but I could just never understand it. So I bounced off that game like dozens of times. Uh so when I decided I wanted to start collecting NES games, uh the first one of the first things I did after I uh, acquired a system was I went on eBay and there was like a lot of like 50 games, and I the only thing that had to be in there was Hide Light, and I didn't care what the other 49 games were because I was like, I'm gonna beat this game as an adult now. I'm gonna <laughs> finally do it. And so I ordered this box in and I dug Hide Light out of it, and I watched YouTube videos and I looked at Game Facts and I figured out how to play the stupid game. I finally beat it as an adult, and it didn't make me feel any better. It's a really terrible experience all around, even when you know what you're doing. <laughs>
2: uh, it's probably because it's not really a dinosaur on the cover. It's more of a dragon.
0: There's no dinosaurs. It's terrible. Zero, zero yeah. out of ten. <laughs>
3: um,
0: so were there any games that you knew about? Like you read an ad, saw a commercial, your friend, Ted, uh, that you wanted as a kid, uh, but you never actually got to play?
2: Uh, let's start with Bill this time. Uh, yeah, so um, I mentioned Batman already, even though this kind of fits into this uh, category as well. But the I picked out one for this just to, um, to, you know, keep it nice and brief. I saw, like, I I was a fan of wrestling as a kid. You know, you wake up Saturday morning, watch the superstars. Um, you know, we would watch the WrestleMania here and there. Um, and I remember like looking at Nintendo Power and seeing like you know guides that showed like oh here's how you do this move with Andre the Giant and here's you know the eye gouge and hacksaw is in it and you know like I remember really really being interested in wanting to play WrestleMania um, and never playing any wrestling game uh, on the NES. Um, we played like the WWF Superstars arcade game. Uh, which is really awesome. It's like just like super simple and uh, uh, like a great thing just to grab. Uh, you know, if you see it in the in an arcade, just pop on with a few friends. It's great. But I remember like going over this Nintendo Power um, or the player's guide or like whatever it was for it, and just being like really excited. Like, okay, at some point I'm gonna get to play WrestleMania. Like, I have all the information. Like, I have the I'm gonna be like the wizard. You know, like, I'm gonna show up and everything's just gonna work. And I never played it. So that was one that came to mind when I read that question.
0: Did you, Chris, did you play them all, or did you miss one or two?
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm sure I missed some, I and mean, we got, like, Nintendo, uh, like, the Fun Club and then Nintendo Power for a little while, but, I mean, there really probably wasn't any significant releases that we didn't play uh, up until a certain point. I mean, some of them weren't great, I mean, you know, like, we talked about, like, Back to the Future and stuff, you know. It's like, well, we rented it once or so. and was like, okay, this this is just not very good. Um, (laughs) But no, I mean, like I said, if I would have been, I think, more into the scene, there would have been more towards the end of the life that I just wasn't paying any attention to at that point in time. And I found some of those because um, at that point in time, I did kind of what a lot of people did. Like, oh, I have a Genesis now. I'm going to pass my Nintendo along to my sister. Um, and luckily she, I, I don't remember if I kept my games, maybe just gave her the system, or I don't know what it was, but, because I still kept my games, I had them, um, but I remember she had uh, Mega Man 5 simply because I, I got it later when she was done with it, and I got the stuff back, so um, you know, so I'm sure like the other Mega Man games I probably would have liked to keep playing and enjoying, but I was just, had moved on to something else at that point in time. Um, I didn't
0: start getting into like the gaming magazines until like the super Nintendo era. Um, so I wasn't reading about cool new games and Nintendo power or anything yet. Uh, so the only time I got ads and I like, I didn't watch a lot of TV either at that age. So it was like comic books was where I was getting my ads. So I remember seeing an ad for, uh, Bart versus radioactive man. And because I love Bart versus the world so much and (laughs) i liked superheroes so much like this was like the best thing ever and i never saw that game in the rental store i couldn't find it in and like a retail store even like it just could not this game didn't exist to me until i was an adult and collecting and then it wasn't like a super common game either so i like when i bought the box of 50 i'm like it's not in here and then so i had to like <laughs> actively hunt for bart versus radioactive man um and it totally was not worth all the weight and effort, but uh, I did play through <laughs> it eventually and, and fulfill that dream. Um. So yeah. for the last question, I kind of gave you a little bit of leeway. Uh, I want to know what your best or worst purchase, rental, or trade was. Just one game that really sticks out to you in some way above everything else, but not like, not, not one of the ones you've already talked about, if you can help it.
3: Yep.
2: Absolutely. It's me or Chris? Alright, so um, uh, looking at this question, I thought you wanted one of each, so I did a one best and one worst. Um, so my best pickup uh, was uh, when we got good grades on a report card, the reward was we could go to the toy store and we could get one thing. Um, so uh, me and my brother and my sister all got good grades on the report card. My parents said, why don't you guys can all get one thing, but you can also, like, if you can agree on a video game, you can also get a Nintendo game. And knowing nothing about this game, just knowing that we liked the property, and it's like, oh, this could be good, we just randomly agreed on DuckTales. And That's it just stellar. ended up being like the absolute best, just random thing to grab. Like I didn't realize it was such like you know a beloved you know classic that everyone like loves and talks about. I just thought it was some game we stumbled upon, and we were like the only ones who knew about it because I don't remember friends playing it. I don't remember anyone else talking about it. so Then getting older and seeing people uh you know like talk about it so fondly was was great. But yeah, just randomly happened to get Ducktales, uh, which was which was awesome. Um, and just uh, real quick, my worst, um, we didn't really do uh, trades like you guys have mentioned. Like We'd we kind of like swap games with friends, but then you would just get them back, so it wasn't really a trade, and that happened a lot. Um, and uh, since I wasn't really purchasing stuff with my own money, uh, I figured I would go with rental. So the worst rental, which I don't know how I'd feel about this game today, but we got it based on the box art, and then we got it home, and we're like, what the hell is this? We rented Deja Vu. <laughs> and as kids we were like what is happening (laughs) so uh yeah just had no idea what we were getting into so it's it's less of like a bad game and more of just like a worst experience to like have that like all right we're gonna go rent a nintendo game and it's gonna be fun and stuff's gonna blow up we're gonna jump around levels
0: one of you when you
2: rented that Oh man, it's it, so my sister was, so my sister was uh, she enjoyed playing games once in a while, so she would do like Dr. Mario and like, you know, Mario with us, or like DuckTales, but like kind of beyond the core games that she liked, she had no interest in like going and renting and playing new stuff, so this was probably like me and my brother like got to, like, I think we would rent a game and like my sister would rent a movie, so she would get like Dirty Dancing to like watch like on one TV and like we would play the Nintendo game on the other was kind of the routine. Um, so it was just me and my brother but like you know like it, we looked at it it's, oh like detective and you're trying to find a killer or like no one knows what's going on so popped it in and turned it on and we're just like reading a book yeah. what is happening in this game do I walk I, I go in this room it's, I, I we probably played it for like 10 minutes and we're like we need to we need to go back like, right <laughs> now <laughs> how about you Chris just, just a rough experience for a couple of kids
1: um Probably the best, I would say. Hmm. That's tough, because there were so many good ones. Uh, I don't know how I would really pick one of those out. I guess if I had to, I'd probably say the original Castlevania, because, um, I mean, that was. <clears throat> it's just it's a fantastic game. I'd probably put. Out of like those original ones that I had, I'd probably put more hours into that one than the others. Um, I don't know why. I would just always even today like you know when i have a hankering just to play some nintendo just for a few minutes often that's the one i go get i plunk in because there's the mu- muscle memory is just there like i can just i'll just get yeah. all the way up sometimes i'll die at, at the grim reaper but usually i get all the way up to the uh, to dracula and I either die or i win and that's it i turn it <laughs> off and i'm happy
2: yeah. um so sometimes and sometimes you try a blindfold run and sometimes you <laughs> no, won, and... i don't I, I don't go that crazy um <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean, other than that, as far as trades go, I, probably one I never would have gotten to play, and this might sound weird, is is Karnov. I mean, hmm. that's just like my, it's just a game my cousin had, and you know, it's just one of those games where you, I mean, yeah, I guess I probably would have rented it at some point in time, but I would never have put any time into it, and Karnov is pretty good, right, it's a pretty good <laughs> game, and... If you get into it, it has such so many weird those little power ups and things that you can use in different places H- hide the ladder and find in your secrets. pocket until you need it, yeah, but I mean, like you'd have the thing where I can see hidden items, and here I've got wings and I've got a diving helmet, and I've got mines or whatever I mean it was just really dinosaurs it was yeah, it was just really different, you know what I mean, and uh, yeah, it just had so much variety, so Uh, um yeah yeah and then probably golgo 13 just because then you know obviously it stuck with me so um yeah cool good choices
0: um i put totally rad down for mine um for like my best best rental like i love that Mm. game beyond what it probably deserves like i know it's not amazing and there's a lot of games in that style that do it so much better but there's just something about those like bosses like the, just the black background and they're huge they take up the whole screen uh you've got access to all of your powers like right at the start of the game uh you've got a charge shot like there's just there's a lot of cool things even though they're all a little bit clunkier than like their Mega Man, little samson kind of counterparts uh but I, I, it's got a lot of charm still and the whole like creepy circus theme kind of works for me too um yeah, just really great game. I'm glad I, I stumbled across that and, and still holds a special place for me. Um, anything else you guys want to add about NES games before we close up the show?
1: I mean, there's just so much that I, I missed in those later years that, you know, it's fun to go now having them to go back sometimes. I mean, like gives like Power Blade... And Power Blade oh, yeah. 2. I'm mean, like, I never would have, you know, I, those are games I never saw. Mm. Or, yeah, Journey to Silius. You know. I never saw that when I mm. was a kid. I would have loved it. Mm. Right. I mean, there's just so many of those things that are out there that, yeah, I mean, just you never, they weren't ridiculously popular titles anyway. And again, they were late re- later releases that I didn't see. I mean, obviously, I, I avoid a lot of garbage, but. Um, I was just playing garbage on Genesis instead. There was plenty of it too. <laughs> just
0: going by like all of our lists, even if, if Bill and I were into it a few years after you, we're still playing mostly the same early stuff. Like Yeah. When I, when I was buying and renting games yeah. in like ninety two, ninety three, it wasn't the latest and greatest. It was like just whatever I had access to, which just happened to be like the same old like eighties stuff.
1: But, I mean, that was I, and the best I, stuff. I, I
2: did have a habit of re-renting too. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. like, like sometimes you know, like, oh, it's, it's like anything else. Like you know, like you go to the store to try to find a new beer, and you look around, and you're like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna have the thing I've had a million times because I know it's good. So we, you know, we we fell into that a lot with games, like, cause like, I don't know if it had anything to do with deja vu, <laughs> you know, giving us you that that, deja that deja bad impression, or maybe. Something. yeah right yeah or maybe just like you know if there was any other game that we rented and we're like oh this is no good and now we're stuck with it for a weekend you know so like sometimes you just went with the known quantity so we we definitely like re-rented and you know would borrow the same games from friends like if we got a hankering for it so yeah it was definitely uh we we weren't in it you know intentionally for variety we just like wanted to like play something we knew we were going to enjoy so it yeah it was always interesting to us to talk to other friends see what they were playing and like there'd always be some overlap oh, you got Contra, right? Oh, yeah, we got Contra. It's like, oh, well, do you have this? What is that? You know, so a lot of the recommendations we got, if it wasn't from Nintendo Power, from an ad or something, it was just what your friends were playing, which is why that, that category was such a good one uh, for the show, because that, that's like the X factor, you know, like, uh, uh, like the friends, like the games you had access to.
1: Yeah, and that was the one that was weird, like, for some of those popular titles, like Contra and Super C, I mean, obviously, we rented them and played them, but I'm surprised none of my friends had Contra or or like Super C, but yeah. they didn't. I mean, it was just ones that we rented a lot. Um,
2: so it's just sometimes weird, like yeah, ones I, that are just for, so popular. Yeah, for, for how did nobody have them? Yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember where I first played Contra, and it, you, you'll notice it wasn't yeah. in my own no, list. I didn't, it I, wasn't I, in you my didn't friends mention list, list. Jackal either, which, but, which uh, did,
0: did you? Right, did you and I which I played
2: it, it and I, I I did not, and I love that game. And it was the same thing, like, as I was, like, thinking about it, like, I know I played it, and it was, like, for the life of me, I can't remember, I kind of wanted to, like, have a memory of playing it at a friend's house to add it on the list, and I know I played it, and I'm, like, really pretty sure I didn't own it, so... I had to have rented it or borrowed it, but like I didn't have like that vivid Shoot. memory of like, oh yeah, I definitely rented this or I definitely played at this kid's house. But and then even like later, like you know, once we kind of got through, you know, like the rentals and we kind of got to like some of the honorable mention type stuff, I'm just thinking of games like, man, I didn't even mention that and I played a ton of it. So it's, uh, uh, there, there's definitely, um, you know, that, that factor of, uh, like Chris was saying, like, you know, you would imagine that there are games that like are so popular. How come they're not just like flooded with copies everywhere? And then on the opposite, you're like, how does everyone have, you know, this game but like no one okay, plays Chris, it? Chris,
0: did you rent Silent Service at all during your like rental spree?
1: No, but I think that was a later one anyway. So no, uh, 90, that would have been funny. Ninety-one, but
0: something
1: like that. Yeah, I, I missed yeah. out on the original Silent Service, yeah. but well, I will say though that missed. I mean.
2: Yeah. you you probably you probably just didn't want to deal with all the lines and like camping out overnight, you know, to, <laughs> to get a copy and everything. So,
1: but I mean, you I know, don't blame we're you. talking about the retail lifespan of the NES and whatnot. But what's funny was um, I was a part of some of those folks that got back into NES after right after it died because um, I had a friend that had picked up um, the you know the top loader. And some games. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it was probably 95, somewhere around there, uh, when those things were kind of on the way out. And uh, he just didn't play with it very much. And he's like, you know, I, I'm not interested in this. And I, so I bought it off of him and bought some games. And that's when I started getting into the, oh, I'll go by rental stores and see, like, oh, okay, they're getting rid of a bunch of these old Nintendo games. Oh, you know, I'll just pick these out here and there and... <laughs> That's where I started finding games again, you know? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Dr. Mario, right? That's yep. okay. And so we played a lot of Dr. Mario. And mm-hmm. and we just started, yeah, I just started running into these things again. Um, so, yeah, it was like that that time period where there was no NES, but then that didn't take too long because then it was easy to find them. People were getting rid of them, and they were cheap, and there there wasn't a lot of variety, but, uh yeah.
2: yeah. I remember when I worked at Funco Land like it was, it was very much towards the end of like even like when the NES games were like available like at retail and uh like so that this had to have been like you know like late 90s cuz I worked there um uh it was around the time that the Dreamcast came out uh and I remember like the Funco Land like you know newspaper and just going through the game and I distinctly remember uh Super Mario Brothers being an 89 cent used cartridge. Um, cause I remember just looking through and say like, what's the cheapest game, you know, right? So 80, like it was less than a dollar to get. And then like you would go through and there were tons of NES carts that were selling at Funco Land for less than a buck. So, you know, they were giving people a quarter or 10 cents for that. Like there were trade-in yeah. values of 10 cents for some of these Nintendo carts. And that
1: was the thing is like, people hear that and they're like, why didn't you just buy everything? But you have to understand like at, the, at least around me at that time, what was around was mostly all the same stuff i mean right What i saw for sale were like a lot of the same games already had you know i might find a few oddballs here and there that i didn't but i mean there were like a lot of contras and a lot of super mario brothers and you're like okay i only need one of those so once you bought it like
0: stadium events for you
1: right i mean like so some people are like oh man how come you didn't look well you just they weren't around i mean you just didn't Every once in a while I'd see something weird and I'd be like like I remember I bought Stack Up uh, at mm-hmm. a rental place. It's was like, oh what the heck? Um But I mean it didn't have the accessories or anything with well, these cheap and you bought it. But um I do remember I bought um like same thing, like when closing out, like NES games, I bought um Final Fantasy and Um the re release of of the first Zelda, like the the classic or whatever uh, edition. Right,
2: right, yep, the Yep, re- like the red bar. Yeah, bottom.
0: much preferred so gray cartridge. Very sought after.
1: Yeah, I I bought those, and I think I want to pay like a couple dollars for them. Um, and I've still got those, uh, you know. I, I was dumb and opened them to play them. I wish I just kept them sealed. But, I mean, not that they're the rarest games in the world. But, but that was it. At the end of the thing, it was you could get really cheap new games it didn't last very long because you know 16 mm-hmm. bit was in full swing and then at that point in time even like playstation and saturn was a thing so do you, you, do you know. remember but, when like i said, got
0: my gray cartridge for zelda oh,
1: yes yeah, it was, I, I, I was so
0: excited <laughs> it's so rare it. i never see them up here i literally <laughs> had not a single one come into my mm-hmm. store well i had my
1: store for five years none yeah. i just remember i just remember he yeah. made such would, a big yeah. deal out of finding it and i'm like okay and then yeah. like we found another one like at the, the next, next store like five something. stores like, in a row we went to all had, yeah. like, <laughs> and they were all cheap one yeah. i'm like, what yeah, i remember right I'm like yeah, yeah. I, I just said yeah <laughs>
2: I had a similar experience with. Uh, I really wanted the Blades of Steel, like yeah. red band, uh, just the, just the variant, just because I don't really go for variants, but I like the game. And just for the longest time, like you'd, I'd see the cart everywhere, like flea market stores and stuff. But like it was, it was the box, and I don't remember where I eventually got it, but eventually got my you know my red variant box. So I got my two copies of Blades of Steel in my uh, silver box collection that uh, is not going anywhere. Right, but me. I
1: mean you know. People think about like the heavy hitters and things, the expensive games. It's like, well, they were rare then too. They just didn't make very many of them. Like, you know, I yeah. was in rental stores right. and places. It's, it's there weren't like, like little were, Samson you know, sitting, yeah. sitting stacks were and,
0: so
2: and, were in stacks or something. And even this stuff
0: garage genetics still.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 even like the stuff that like uh that you know the stores did have, like they don't go from full price to ninety percent off, right? Like they're they're full price, and they'll sell as many as they can at full price. People are like, oh, if they're so cheap, why don't you get a bunch of them? Well, the store did either didn't have it, or they had like a copy of it, so like you couldn't get your hands on it, right? So. It's, uh, like, these guys that come across, like, cases of stuff. Like, that's that's not a commonplace thing that, like, every store just had cases of sealed games to sell people. But it's
1: like anything. I mean, it's like... We could talk about PlayStation 3. Well, the right time to buy PlayStation 3 games was about a month ago, before all these announcements started, right? And it just... But again, even if you would have walked into your local second-hand shop to, to shop for PS3 games... You wouldn't find every title that existed. Yeah, I mean, just that isn't right. the way it works.
0: Game heroes, not like ten of them for you to load up on,
1: or, or no, like yeah. even I mean, my local secondhand store. I'll tell you, like, I n- literally never saw a three D game heroes in there. You know what I mean? I, I've got my copy that I bought when it was new, but I don't think I've ever really seen that sitting on shelves same yeah it just wasn't that a popular title so you know and i'm sure there's weirder ones than that out there but the same thing you know so if you want to be in the know uh you know about two and a half three years start buying all the ps4 games
0: (laughs) all right before we close the show um i just wanted to give one more like shout out to to my friend that passed away If you guys have someone in your lives who, just just anyone in your lives, whether you know they have mental health problems or not, just check in on them. Make sure your friends are okay. Make sure if you're having an argument, uh, clear that that air with them. Make sure you always leave your conversations in a positive note. Um, I'm so fortunate that I did. I think it made everything a lot easier. But just, uh, yeah, like Bill checked in on me a few days ago cause he knew I wasn't doing good with, uh, with what had happened with my friends. So I really appreciate that. And you guys both chatted with me before the last show. I just didn't feel confident and comfortable doing, doing the show at that time. But, uh, I really, really did appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with me, help me work through some stuff. So yeah, make sure you're taking care of the people that are important in your lives.
1: Yeah. And, um, To our listeners, I mean, you've gotten to know us over the years and, you know, Kelsey's dealing with this recently. And um, I guarantee you we've all dealt with issues, maybe not quite like that. Um, It's tough at times, right? Everybody gets in places which are not good places sometimes. And um, hopefully you feel like you can talk to people. Um, use the resources that are out there. Um, yeah, you know, suicide's a big killer, and especially in young men. So don't don't wait around. Talk to folks. You know, reach out. Um, even if you gotta send us a goofy message or something, right? Um, just don't don't hole up. Don't don't cut yourself off. Um, yeah, shouldn't happen. Um, this is probably not the best switch in the world. <laughs> enough that I'm trying to do this on purpose, but um, we should probably thank our patrons too. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Kelsey was telling me that we have enough dollars that are actually real dollars now. No. So. <laughs> Get some
0: money banked so we can uh, afford to get some new equipment pretty soon, which is super, super exciting. And I know we're all very, very thankful yep. for the support. We've had some some fun in the Discord yep. the last few weeks for sure, which has been nice. Um, yeah. So if you want to support the show and uh, chat with us in the Discord, uh, the, you can support us through patreon.com slash collectorcast
1: um if you honestly the thing i would say is hey even if if you just want to chat throw a buck in there and and come chat with you You know it's not about the money or whatever (laughs) just come in throw a buck in or something chat we're happy to to talk to you
2: definitely yeah. we we hit a little little uh little bit of a slowdown in the bat chat recently but uh, i have recommitted uh to uh kind of catching up to where we should be we're actually like looking at how much is left in nightfall there's really doesn't seem like there's a whole lot left in there so we're excited to see uh uh you know what we're going to go next with that and maybe if someone has some input uh, if there's uh you know uh we got engineer mike in there who is our uh, resident comic uh guru. Um, which we have said before he brings in a lot of great info as far as like knowing uh a lot of detail about you know certain artists and certain uh, you know pencillers and story people and this person wrote with that guy and he's really good with this and that so it's really cool having that uh, dynamic in that chat um so maybe we'll uh, figure out maybe uh from engineer mike what uh, could be a cool story to read next or we've talked about some uh, Rachel Gould mm-hmm. uh you know uh, uh possibilities so uh yeah, if anyone's just a little bat curious, uh maybe we can talk about playing the Nintendo game uh on the side and uh uh it'll be become the tr- the bat chat will level up <laughs> to include the NES game now.
1: And uh I think, you know, oh. uh, Bill and I have Mass Effect. Kelsey? I I'm not going to yeah, pick up the yeah. uh,
0: the remake quite yet cuz like I, I I know you guys know game prices have jumped up, but in Canadian like they've really jumped up. So I'm gonna wait till I can pick it up cheaper, mm. but I do want to play along with you guys. So I'm gonna just reboot my old like classic ones and uh, dive in again because I don't want to be left out.
1: Mm. And I've never finished the third so one. So I think you know awesome. maybe maybe we can set up a, a Mass Effect chat in, in Discord to kind of talk about our playthroughs. And hopefully, what I'd like to, if we can, is um, maybe we can stop or something somewhere together when we finish maybe the first game and then have a have a spoiler chat uh, on the show and kind of talk I, about how that went before very, we yeah. spill over.
0: Very on board with that.
2: Yeah, been a little while since we did a spoiler. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I had to stop myself from just talking about Mass Effect <laughs> earlier in the show because, you know, we're so early in the process and you know it wasn't really the topic, but yeah, I have many many thoughts and I'm 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 curious uh, as we go through uh, you know, replaying these uh, kind of all the, the the you know the feelings and the uh, the thoughts that come out of that process so yeah if anyone's curious about that can do the remaster can just like Kelsey pop your originals uh, up there i mean I, I don't i know game prices have kind of jumped around but i would imagine that the mass effect games are still something you can get your hands on yeah. without uh, spending an arm and a leg yeah
0: i've got some stuff going on in the next few days but i should like midweek i should be able to create my my fam shop and, and uh catch up with you guys <laughs>
1: Sounds good yeah, so if you guys are playing too and you want to get in you know, hop into our discord, chat with us about how mass effect is going I'll start putting some little things in there as I get time about how how things are breaking out and try not to you know we've we've run through the story, so this is not going to be too spoiler at least until three um, since, so since I don't you know, have we have to pull some punches I'll,
0: I'll be playing a version without a fancy SSD I'll, I'll make sure to take lots of screenshots of elevators for you guys so you can remember. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: One of the, the screenshots that I've already taken are—I'm uh, I'm playing on PC, and I've said before I have an ultra-wide monitor. And with every, whenever whenever a new PC game, especially like a remaster, it's always a question of like, all right, did they think of the ultra-wide crowd, or like, am I going to be you know kind of like brought in on the left and right? And uh, I'm happy to say that so far, almost everything is like full ultra-wide. There's like a few kind of like pre-rendered scenes, like when you boot the game up there's this like kind of splash screen that just is like the bioware splash screen and that's in you know 16.9 um but like the like title screen pops up in like full uh you know wide. it was like oh this is so cool and in the game you're on the normandy and it just uh, it just opens up man <laughs> so yeah we will talk about that but uh yeah very very happy to uh get back in the swing of uh of, uh, of the mass effects.
1: Yep. And I'm, I'm doing a run on insanity level. So if somebody mm-hmm. else is yeah, wants to get me. in and do the, remember, do the rough,
2: I remember you said that, do it,
1: just do it. I will tell you that it sounds harder than it is. I've done an insanity run before, so it's tougher up front. Eventually yep. it's, it's not
0: that bad. maybe for you renegades. Yeah. It, Paragon's, just, I, uh, I, we can't do
2: that. Uh, yeah. So, so I will say I did do insanity runs on uh, one and two um, I don't think I ever did an insanity run on three because my plan was to do it, you know, like after I finished the regular run. But yeah, I, I I will echo what Chris said as as someone who's not typically like, you know, give me the ultra, you know, uh, what is it? Um, kill me plenty, uh, you know, don't give or nightmare, you know, don't give me the ultra, uh, the ultra difficulty, um. I was able to just, you know, using a little bit of caution, a little bit of preparation with your abilities and things like that, look at your mods, like, just pay attention to it. It's not the worst thing in the world. You just so. have to learn
1: to actually pay attention to controlling your people and sure. making them do yes. smart things Did instead it, of just letting the AI run around like idiots.
0: The combat's my least, the part of the game I'm least interested in. I don't think I want to ramp that up. I just want to get past it to go talk to people and stuff. And like
1: that, That's the fun no, part that's for that's fine. Yeah. All right. I want to I want to blast some folks. So, <laughs> well, we will talk
0: to you guys in a couple of weeks, probably about Mass Effect. It sounds like.